In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. I just want to give a shout out before the show starts to all the sponsors, all the local businesses that have been coming through to help us out and get this thing started. Thank you to you guys. Total Truck Accessory Center. Go check them out at 7700 Homer Drive. They're your one-stop shop for canopies, spray-in bed liners, LED light bars, and more. Total Truck. TheTreehouseAK.com. Located at 341 Boniface Parkway. They're your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bartender today what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance. Cutting lawns but not cutting quality. Hit them up at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan made cider. They also got a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out, doubleshovelcider.com. Anchortown Dogs, located across from the 4th Avenue Theater in front of the historical building. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. Get yourself a legit reindeer dog. Tailored Restoration, helping Alaskans restore their dreams. Voted number one in the state since 1972. Water restoration, fire restoration, remodeling, cleaning, anything that you have to do with your home, inside and outside, give those guys a call or check out tailoredrestoration.com. Oh, oh, almost a little late there, bud. <laughs> little quadro. <laughs> See how even the last minute? They yep. just He's like, oh, it's happening. Oh, it's happening now. I'm new to this. Come on. <laughs> Those are some quick hands, Aaron. <laughs> I practice. <laughs> He's ready. Uh, well, welcome to uh, episode 13 of the Alaska Wild Project podcast. Um, thank you for stopping in. Thank you for listening wherever you're at, Spotify, uh, Apple, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, a couple of quick things before we get the show started. Uh, we do have Dudes Day lined up for June 19th. Uh, we will be doing. Yep, we're going to be doing a live podcast out there from 12 to 6 at Double Shovel. Um, out there, we're going to have a whole bunch of different businesses that are going to be providing a bunch of products. Uh, we'll be out there with all our merch and hoodies and shirts and stuff like that. Um, let me quickly read off the list of who we have so f- so far already signed up, and we got like maybe 10 more people that are about to sign up this week. We're just getting the confirmation from them. We have Alaska Axe Co., Alaska Wild Project, AK Coffee, Mountain View Sports, Full Full Curl Archery, Local Greens, Shaggy Shanghai Sauce, Kick Sled Alaska, Outgoing Angling, The Rock Gym, The Bicycle Shop, Jerome's Kitchen, Johnny's Kitchen. And we're working maybe on five to 10 more. So it's going to be a really, really, really good day. And we're going to do... Pretty much a lot of interviews with a lot of people over there, um, get a lot of good info. We're probably going to do a two-part series on the Dude's Day, so that recording will probably get broken up since it's going to be so, so long. Yeah, a lot of people to uh, talk to and hear what they have to say. Yeah, be a lot of gear junkies, you know, these guys mm-hmm. that own the shops, they know the gear, so that's going to be rad. And then, you know, they're, the food, it's going to be real good. Mm. These food trucks are bomb. They have, pa- you know, passion for something. Then you got something to drink, you know, you got coffee or cider. And then you can uh, take a tour of the local greens farm when you're there. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing oh, the, that. Oh, that'll be open for the tour of the local greens. Yeah. Nice. Cool. You have all the doors open, ready to go. Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome. That'll be really awesome. So Dude's Day again is June 19th. That is Saturday, the day before Father's Day, 12 to 6. Come through, spend some of that money, support some of these Alaska businesses. Yep. Everyone will appreciate it. Um, a couple things. Hit us up on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Alaska Wild Project. If you want to donate five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you got, all that stuff helps out. We're sitting on a whole bunch of unreleased material. Um, we're sitting on, on some crazy videos um, that we want to put out for those people that are going to spend five bucks. I mean, and you're going to get that. That We're not going to put it out on Spotify. We're not going to put it out on Apple or YouTube. Okay. It's going to be only for those people that are that are contributing that and you'll get a shout out and all that stuff. And it really, really helps us, you know, build yeah. this the behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. That's right. Another way to support is Heather's choice. Uh, once again, Heather's choice, I just found out is restocked with all our stuff. My wife was just on oh, there sweet. like two weeks before. Um, a lot of the stuff was sold out. Sounds like Heather had a bunch of shipments to send out to the Lord of 48 and all these other stores that she's got in, but she's restocked for Alaska. Um, so, Stop by the store if you got time, but if not, go to their website, go to our website or her website. The promo code is Alaska Wild, and you're going to get 15% off your entire thing. So stock up now because, man, yep. as you've been going, things are just gone. You just can't find it, you know, yeah. whether it's, you know, tires or ketchup or whatever it is you're looking for, <laughs> you know. There's a shortage on everything, dude. <laughs> There's just a shortage, man. I'm like, oh, they got foil today. I'm just going to buy all of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and those mountains are opening up. You know, as we get more snow melt and 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 the, the upper you know trails and stuff that are going into the mountains are starting to thaw. The backpacks are coming out, and it's you know it's that time, and you don't want to be shorthanded when you go to plan a last minute backpacking no. trip and there's no food available because it's sold out. Exactly. And and, that, and there's one more really hot tip that I want to tell people because I've tried almost all of the dehydrated food and the freeze-dried food and listen some of the stuff is a little chalky mm. some of it you don't like some of the bland. flavors you might not like it might not be bland enough you got to really test that set up stuff out just like you test out your boots or your sleeping bag or whatever and see what you really like because you don't want to be on some expedition or some trip and you're like oh my god you can't, you, you can't wait for dinner you've been hiking all day or whatever backpacking or skiing or whatever you're doing and then you bust this out and it's not what you expected it to be mm -hmm. and there's really a lot of different flavors you can go at rei and just you know be in a revolving circle of all these things that they got and you're like i don't know which ones to choose or whatever um but alaska i mean heather's choice is the only one that is from here doing mm -hmm. it yeah good yep. ingredients the, the other thing is if you're going out for a seven day trip eight day trip and you're working your ass off I mean, I want comfort food versus if it's just like a one mm -hmm. or two day trip, like I'm willing to try new things. So I won't go on that sheep hunt or that big Alpine adventure without tasting them first. So yep. if you're going to get them, you got to get them now. It's almost like, uh, you know, breaking in the boots or something, yeah. you know, breaking your diet a little bit. See what you like. See what's really going to nourish really you and stuff like that. Yeah, you breaking know, your diet. Breaking yeah. your diet and figure out what you what what's you really like. going to fill you up and stuff like that. Because we've been on trips where, like, in the past I was actually telling Heather, like, you bring the pro pack or whatever, and it's just not enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, I wish I would have had. Go to bed hungry still. You go to that bed sucks. hungry, and that's just not yeah. good. And then you just that hunger just continues. You can't really catch up to that because you have just dedicated food for that day yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so get it while it's hot. Get it yep. while it's, yep. you know, in stock. And Alaska Wild is the thing. And you might as well get the discount and, and help out our folks. Yeah. Game on. Yeah. Yep. Good call, man. I love it. So we've been out playing a lot. 
Or you guys yeah, have. I've really been busting started. it downtown, but you guys have been playing a lot. You've been out on your bear hunts and yep. and cruising a lot, and Jack's been hitting the salt. So let's let's start with you, Brandon. What's yeah. what's been the latest? Well, um, you know, as you know, I did a, a couple of long weekend uh, bear hunting trips. Uh, come home empty handed, but the you know that's not all that matters is to go out and kill and harvest every time. I mean, obviously, that's the icing on the cake on any hunting adventure but the experiences and what you take from every trip is really what i think is the most important part and every opportunity you get the better you become the more you learn the ter- the terrain the territory the packing the whatever it is yeah. um but no we've had a really really a uh, couple of really great weekends in a row got josh boots out nice uh, weekend before last uh, on a brown bear hunt um just he and i we hadn't you know hung out just the two of us in a long time um, we had some great laughs, some, some crying, some, 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 uh, you know, heated conversation. I mean, you know, all the stuff that goes into just you and one other dude, you know, yeah. in a small cabin and doing your thing. And, oh man, we had a great trip, great weather. I think we posted some pictures on the AWP Instagram of the lake. It was just, just glass. glass. It was so stupid how good the weather was. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll never get another three days of weather like that and i mean i just you know that was the the icing on the cake and uh this last weekend uh we got the kids out to prince william sound um eric and i got our two 12 year old uh children out his son my daughter and uh you know, originally it was supposed to just be a dude's trip they decided to come and we brought them last minute and uh that to me just makes everything so special yeah. when you can get your children out with you in these Alaskan adventures, I, I did a post on Instagram about that. Um, it really just brings a whole nother dynamic to, it's one thing to just do it and, and be out there doing the process. But then when you have your children, you're teaching something no. at the same time. And there's so much value to that. Yeah. And um, again, blessed with unbelievable weather, good seas, great camping um you know we had a great hunt saw lots and lots of bears we um you know we had opportunities unfortunately didn't didn't work out um but it didn't matter i mean the quality time with the kids yeah the adventure it's something i'll never forget and um more importantly something they probably won't forget the kids oh yeah Yeah, and and, you know now that they're 12 um those those two big kids it's so much different because, you know, you want to, like, help, you know, hold their hand across this or, or carry And they're like, Dad, I, I got this. And you're yeah, like, oh. I can jump off the boat without your hand. Yeah, like I can jump across <laughs> this creek. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess you can. Yeah. Yeah, we had that with our girls where we took them out. And you'll be surprised what they actually remember. As it's something oh, you don't even awesome. know. I mean, it's, yeah. like you said, helping them out of the boat, taking them out that day, one little moment. And yeah. Then, the opportunity if you don't take them the opportunity is not there for yeah them to enjoy thanks it. for sharing that because that's really yeah. like what you're right they, they're gonna remember little things they're gonna remember that joke that nickname that yeah. like little <laughs> thing like let me tell you for instance this was like a running joke of the thing so we're we nose up to the to the shore and it's like okay tide's coming up so we don't have to worry about the boat getting stuck so we're unloading all the gear real quick pop, 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 pop. and now it's time to get the kids off the boat so i get my daughter off the boat and now i'm getting 
Eric's boy off the boat. So I, I turn my back to the bow for him to get on. What does this dude do? He goes to wrap his legs around my shoulders. Like, I'm going to do, what do you call that? A piggyback? It, uh, no, not a piggyback, but it's like. Oh, the over the shoulder? Yeah, uh. like the straight up. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, Mason, bro, this ain't that kind of party, dude. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, Uncle B, I was saddling up. <laughs> I was like, no, man, just a regular piggyback. Like, you don't have to Oh, like when you like, play like chicken or something in yeah, the pool? Yeah, yeah. And and when he went to get on, like I was gonna get off, get him off on shore like that. I'm like, no, dude. Yeah, he's a hardy boy too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's stout. So it was just funny because now that was a running joke, and I know, like what Aaron said, it's he'll, that joke will never be forgotten. Like yeah. that, like little inside joke will always. Thirty years from now, whatever happened on that trip. Yeah. But that like joke when I pull that back, yeah. like they'll get a laugh yeah. out of it. So um, that's really what I took. Uh, from you know the last couple weeks adventures was Alaska's adventures are always cool and unique in their own way but it was the quality time with people that I care about and love yeah. that stood out the most that I wasn't really actually thinking about mm. going into these the planning of all this stuff and I've done it a hundred times and experience that quality time and all that stuff. But something just kind of stuck with me a little bit more this, this year and this trip. And it made me think like, man, this is what I need to focus on as I do these trips and adventures with my friends and family as the summer transpires and happens and, and soak it up. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a it's small special. window is what it is. It's, yeah. it's cause your daughter's 12 and Mason's 12 or so. And, yep. and really once they turn into teens, like they don't want to hang out with dad. They don't no. hang out with mom. You got a couple more years before, mm-hmm. you know, the boys and the girls get involved and it's like, they don't want to go camping with dad and there'll be a window there where yep. they won't and they'll come back. They you know do. what I'm saying? They'll come back. They'll <laughs> yeah. come back and be yeah, like, let's go do, do that. They? Remember we used to do this and you used to do all that and, and, and they'll kind of miss it, but there'll be that teen yeah. there where it's like, I don't want to really go mm-hmm. fishing this weekend. I mean, I was that kid. I grew up camping, hunting, fishing my whole life. And then there was just this window where I was like, you know, my, my buddy's picking me up in his new Chevy and he's yeah. got his 12s bumping. And, <laughs> you know, it's just, there's a party maybe going on that you don't know about. I got, I can't, you know. So, yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. That it, might but, actually maybe be the most important age is like that 10 to like 13, mm -hmm. you know, it's really cool when they're really young and you might not remember it all when, you know, you're four or five or six, but those 10 to 12, 13, you're, they're going to not forget that. You know, they're sponging it up. They're sponging it up. Yeah. Yeah, My my youngest daughter, Cameron, every morning she used to come downstairs and get right up on me. And I was like, okay, I need a little bit of, little bit of space, you know, and I was working rotation stuff and you go to work and the next shift I came back, it's up. Nothing. She, I'm like, hey, you want to watch UFC? Because she loved watching UFC with me. You want to watch this? She goes, no, I'm going to Nordstrom's with mom. Mm. You're done. <laughs> and it was like a week. I was, yeah. I was doing like a week rotation. And I mean, before you know it, they're gone. And they do come back. I mean, we've gotten both. My, my daughters are 26 and 22. And they come back. Yeah. But I mean, that's that time. You don't have any other time to make that. You yeah. got to make that special. That's why I've always joked. Like, we go fishing. When, when we've gone fishing, I was like, I like fishing. I just don't like catching because it's more about going out and yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know? And then there you, you know, go. It's, it's more about going out, getting in a boat, smoking yeah. a cigar, not my kids, me, um, drinking a couple beers, you know, yeah. and, and enjoying the time with them. It's, that's what it's more about than mm. actually your best hunting trip. Like you said, was you didn't shoot a damn thing. 
Yeah. But you yeah. enjoyed the time. You, like you said, little, little tears, little laughter, a lot of laughter. Yeah. yeah. Tears and great time. Yeah. Quality time with, with the, the people that are closest to you. And you just never know what life's going to bring and whatever's going to happen. So when you can, you can capture these little moments, it just, it just goes deep. You know what I mean? So that's what I took from the last two weeks, you know, to, you know, to recap on it. It was really just a special time. And, and, you know, I have three other little girls that are small. Yeah. I got my work cut out for me. I do for sure. Um, and I don't know that they're all going to be into it and it's cool if they don't want to be, I'm going to definitely show them the the way and then they can make that decision. Yep. Um, so I do have more opportunities, but it's cool having an older one and then like, you know, I have a seven and a two. So they're like gapped out really, really big, but it'll be cool. Cause I'll have this like stretch of time where I can do this with them. Mm-hmm. And it's a learning experience with the older one and to value what, how special it is with the littler ones as we have those opportunities. So yeah. uh, I had a great, great, great last couple of weeks of uh, living that AK life in the spring and the, the water's opening up and, and doing, yeah, it got yeah. warm. Actually last weekend was cold, dude. Was it? It was cold. Yeah. It was like at nights we were kind of camped in the shaded area and it was probably like 38 yep. in there. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's still out in the sound. Yeah. 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 With yeah. the glaciers and the waterfalls and yeah. all this stuff. I mean, it's still, and there's still a lot of ice and snow Yeah, almost down to the beach. So it's, it's cold. Yeah. That went in my like learning notes was like, yeah. okay, well I'm no longer camping on the South or the, you know, West facing beaches in, in, like i'm yeah i'm going to the north it's like colder than a moose hunting trip it was crazy yeah it's freezing yeah don't yeah exactly it's really cold is that cut you were on kodiak no we're (laughs) out we're (laughs) no we're prince william sound Sound. Sound. okay yeah but i mean if you're not in the south facing areas where the sun was beaming and even when the sun does go down in the south facing it's still cold but if you're in those shaded little nooks and and Uh bays and stuff it is freezing ass cold. Yeah, yeah. All summer, right we'll, we'll still bring the kids puffies and gloves oh, and winter yeah. hats because yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, oh, once man. they get cold, the fun's over. Those you know? aluminum yeah. boats are cold. You know, that just in general. As yeah. soon as the sun goes down, you're just hosed. I had the, I had the same experience last weekend by going in the wrong bay, facing bay one night. Okay, yeah. yeah. Do you guys have a heater? Like a, yeah, we were camped on shore, oh, so we brought yeah. firewood, and I mean, I brought, the, I mean, I brought the kitchen sink. Let's not get it twisted. I brought yeah. like <laughs> all the wood, all the gear, the nice the everything, buddy heater. all the food. No, I didn't throw the buddy heater in the tent. That was like, come on, you yeah, know. I say like, that for moose camp. They got to feel a little bit of what it's really like to camp in Alaska, and you know, yeah. I mean, if they were like really cold, we would went for it. But they're twelve now. They they put their you know sweat sweaties on, and they got all snuggled up and. Shit, I think Zero Mason was wearing his Lulu, Lulu sweaties. I was Ooh, like, come on. Come nice. On. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> he was real comfy and looked real good. Yeah, he was looking sharp. Well, it's come so. a long way. Like the seat, You can actually get your kids really nice seating bags. It wasn't like, you know, when I was Oh, little. the Coleman? No. The Coleman, yeah, you dude. know? The flannel ones. Yeah. The flannel, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It seconds as a dog bed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah pretty much that's what it's and actually. And stay smelling like that. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't wash it. Yeah. It's just too big. Just you wake up in the morning, it's a all these gray hairs you're like what is this (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so jack you did something really cool and unique in in my eyes because um you mentioned skiing and doing your thing but um that was your objective right you went out to the sound took the boat you're gonna go 
Find some snow. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Like, you know, we got the boat last year and about every time we went out, there's a mission, you know, it was going fishing or, you know, we had kids and doing cool kid stuff, um, you know, bringing kids or it was like a multifamily trip. Like my, my dad would be out there and brother and stuff. And so we kind of had everything planned every time. And I hadn't gone out there for four days, you know, by myself, basically without a plan. And so it was like, I'm just going to bring everything I might want to do. And I left the bow behind on purpose because it was like, okay, if I start looking for bears, that's going to get, you know, I'm just going to look for bears. Yeah. And then I kind of circled a part of the sound that was off limits. So then I wouldn't just get into fishing too hard. Yeah. Um, Be but, lured into uh, temptation. Yeah, yes, totally. <laughs> so yeah, I packed skis, <laughs> paddle boards and uh, hiking boots. And uh, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to be spontaneous. Uh, we kind of got to, I kind of got it delayed a little bit though, because that big storm that shut down the airport came in. So I was supposed to leave on either Wednesday night or Thursday morning and I had to push it back till Friday. Mm. Um, and going out of the South, did you go out on Friday? Oh, we went Saturday. Oh, you went on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. it was super nice. Fr Friday. Full flat. Still had like the residual <laughs> storm weather, you mm -hmm. know, it was a little choppy. Mm -hmm. The boat did great. Um, and then, uh, a buddy of mine who's been out there, uh, you know, I'm Pat Curley. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Pat, Pat Curley has been out there skiing in the sound for 20 years. So, you know, I hit him up, you know, where your two favorite spots and he, he sent me the GPS location. So I was like, I'm going to go spring. Nice. Ski. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Right on. So went out there and, uh, it was kind of, you know, rainy and choppy the first night, but the cove I stayed in was beautiful and, uh, woke up in the morning. It was blue skies and, uh, it remained that way for the next three days and nice. uh i mean i'm still um, yeah, yeah you, you got a good you guys both yeah. got a good tan yeah. going on yeah well in the uh scratches too oh yeah little brush little brush little brush yeah had a little mishap we won't talk about that on the mic we'll talk about that after oh, that sounds <laughs> a like a good calls. story yeah. Yeah. yeah i got anyway. a i got a question when you do the um the sup board when you go from your boat, have you ever fallen off? I mean, that water's got to be freezing. Mm. No, no. You're just I, going like with your clothes on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've well, never, wear, I've never fallen off. Um, you better knock on this beautiful piece of wood right here. Bro. So I have a little trick where I have a dummy on a long rope, and so if I stay in a cove where I can get within maybe seventy yards, sixty. I don't. I'm not Tom Brady's, but sixty yards ashore. I can throw that dummy to shore, and Brooks Ranger, my dog, will then go to shore and take it take a leak so i try to stay close if not um and brooks just gets on it with me and so i have a bunch of trips where it's like me on the paddleboard with the two twins this they would have been four last summer and mm -hmm. uh, and brooks and i've never fallen in that yeah. the hollow brand has that four inch super stable board and you can get like the oversized a lot i call it alaska mall but it's like they're kind of like backcountry version where you can like put dry bags on it so it's a little mm. bigger and that that's it's got what bungees I, and stuff on it yeah or it's got bungees oh. tons of d clips like you holla h-a-l-a yeah yeah and there's holla. a really he has really cool videos online about boy. like the rigidity <laughs> he's like sitting on a van it, he's like an aspen or something i steam i think steamboat springs maybe but um in the winter and he has you know a bunch of different boards say 20 of them and he blows them up to manufacture spec and he he he's the hall of maker but he has all the other competitors and then he gets on this van and jumps off the roof hit you know jumps in the center of the paddleboard while it while each end of the paddleboard will be on sawhorses and then he measures the deflection and it just the hall it doesn't bend yeah um like the other ones and that's, the, that's the one ones. where they drive over it i've seen the one where they actually park a 
truck on top oh, of it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen commercials. Is that the it. Yeti one? Or the- <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> the just, bottle, yeah. I can't stay up. Yeah. We rent them when we go over to Maui, and I, I just can't even... Uh, is that the original? I fall down. Is that the originator? The original place where that came to be? I have no idea. Because I never seen subboards until I was in Hawaii. Was it like Laird Hamilton or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I, he made those I, big, or I don't know who did, but yeah, I have no idea the history. But the dude, the dude that rents them out at Girdwood, we'll have to look it up and put it on the podcast. Um, I talked to him like man, like twelve years ago, ten years ago, and when that he he was using this Holler brand um, because the Holler brand's made for doing um surfing just regular paddleboard stuff yoga and um also white water and white water mm-hmm. surfing and so he, wow. he she's trying to make this board that just is kinda, it like holla like h-o-l-l-a is h-a-l-a okay um and so he's using them for this girdwood dude who rents them is using them for the boar tide and i was like fuck you know people are using oh they use those not actual some people use the fiberglass too okay but they're this board is like the the search for like fiberglass performance but then with like your inflatable kind of flexibility and stability Mm. so um and man i love it um this the so i have the big haas and then the we also have the model <laughs> under it. That sounds um, awesome. That's what you got to have. I mean, the big hoss. I've got a, I got a big hoss, too. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's like the dude from, was it the show Ponderosa? He's like out there, hoss, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like if hoss can ride that thing, I can ride that yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I've done the Golcana for, what, four years in a row? Well, that was the first on. time I ever supped, and it was yeah. one of your hollow boards yeah. on the Golcana. Yeah. I mean, I mean that was. F- Are those fun. In, they're inflatable ones. Yeah, they're inflatable. I bring them to Hawaii, and I need to get that from you because yeah. we're oh, talking about they, getting yeah. something to put in the back of the yeah. truck when we're out. Oh, perfect! RVing. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. I think the other brands are getting better. Like I know a lot of people have this body glove one they have at Costco, and I think it's pretty good. Um, but mm. I mean, if they're I tippy, had to buy though. one, those are tippy. Well, it's oh, catching my, on. I was just at Fred Meyer's yesterday, and they have like a whole section of stand-up paddle boards, kayaks, and sit-on top really? kayaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're selling them for like under 400 is yeah, probably yeah. the price point but it's like yeah. crazy that i mean fred myers is carrying it yeah so yeah. so, yeah, so yeah. what makes it quality like the less bend it has the so, more rigidity yeah so flexibility Structural. flexibility is huge or um even yeah. side to side i would say yeah like, so, yeah so, so some side to side stuff for sure i'd say that you want to have three i like to have three fins with the third for fin being removable so like if i'm in a deep lake or the ocean i can run like a 10 inch fin you know it's gonna cut through the water mm. better but then like on the Golcana, i started running the six inches and i was hitting the rock still yep. so then i went to the oh, two and a okay. half uv activated ones where like oh. if your fin bent so with that board you can almost pull you can put weight to one side and and basically lift that fin to the surface so you can go over rocks that are like a half inch or a half oh, okay. inch you know inch under the water well it's just so short that when you when you roll the board a little bit to like say your left side of the board the right board side of the board picks up enough that the fin now is picking, pretty much out of the water yeah, or whatever coming out of the water a lot of the way and also it's okay if the rubber part of the 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 board hits a rock it's gonna bounce off but that that fin will catch you mm-hmm. and then maybe throw you through you remember me falling yeah dude that, that was, like when you brought that six inch my, one i remember you yeah. and tangy just like yeah. like every just like big little bowler boom yeah. and it's just like a f- indo you know just yeah. like, so, boom, so is it the bigger the fin the more stable it is because yeah. i need like 
It helps them a little bit with stability and a lot with tracking. So where you want to go. Okay. Um, but like what's cool about these two and a half inch fins. And then I also have two other fins that are built in that are two inch is that, and those are really flexible. Um, if I, if my two and a half inch fin gets bent and mangled, you can just flip over the board and a little bit of sunlight makes it soft oh, okay. and then you oh, can bend, bend it, it back, back up. Oh, it's and like then malleable. Throw it back. Yeah. It's oh, like a hair dryer or a it's heat like, gun or something. Yeah. It's thing. UV activated. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's made for this. So that's, that's pretty rad. Um, yeah. So the hall brand I love, and I, I mean, you pay more for it, right? It's, it's a thousand dollar board. Oh, so yeah. it's a good board. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you've had for, it for years yeah, and years. Yeah, over I mean, 10 years. Over a decade. Yeah. And I mean, that's worth every penny then if you're getting in your, it sounds like you're rallying it. Yeah, I use it, you know, I'd say I use it. Oh, that thing's been rallied times. on the Volcano. What yeah, size sure. can you get it, what bag can you get it into? So they come with a bag, um, and the bag is probably. Like an Arctic Gear size Action bag. Packer? Um, About? Yeah, it would be narrower. It would be like the height of an Action Packer. No, a little bit longer than Action Packer. I'd, let's see here. So Almost go, like the black and yellow thing at Costco. Like that one? Oh yeah, it would be like the mm. the that like tote, the tote that yeah. Tote, I'm trying to just think of something that everybody as, knows. But not as deep, mm-hmm. like the big tote, but yeah. not as deep. So okay. it goes. Could you, it could goes you put two of them in one of those totes. No, oh. no, okay. one for sure. But the bags are nice, you know. So I just leave them in the bags, and so uh, and then I I bring it to Hawaii, you know. Um, oh, you travel with it too? Yeah, yeah. So it, so the height would be when I wear the backpack, it hangs to like the bottom of my ass. Do you duct tape them together and it's one? <laughs> I should do that. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, man. I found that out. Yeah. Oh, they, they that's no longer. They won't a thing. let you take boxes yeah. together yeah, at they, all. Oh, my Coors Light trick is yeah, busted we for Yakutat. Wow. Yeah. yeah. My do- my wife just my daughter just moved to Colorado and left all her fish in the freezer with us, and my wife brought down fish because yeah, ain't got Alaska fish in Colorado, right. not even close. And we taped two boxes together to try and get them as one, and nope. As soon as I brought them up, they were like, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. try there, yeah. bud. Yeah. Yeah. I tried two gun cases going down the shit. Code. I know. I was like, I it's can't. duct tape. You it can't break work. it. So, so did you ski? Did you oh, okay. get up so and let, ski? Yeah. Let me tell my story. All right. Yeah. So we get I, well, in there. I was just curious, man, because it's like, this sounds is like a, a lot of work, man. This, this is a good learning for me. All so, right. you know, we, we put a lot of time in um, research and understanding scouting for like some of the other adventures we go to it's like full recon you know uh yeah <laughs> like if i'm gonna go pack rafting like i know the shit like there's not yeah. i've talked to people that have done it that year and all that stuff and then if we're going like hunting you know what you're doing yeah so i'm going backcountry skiing i'm like just a whim like oh yeah i know it's great out there you know so and i get these two spots well you get into these bays and you got these giant hemlock trees and four feet of snow next to the fucking shore and then all the all the fucking all the coves have all these like little fingers and shit. So you're like, where the fuck do I get up? How do I get through this yeah. without yeah. post toying for eight hours? And so I was just kind of like, eh. snowshoes. I was like, those skis are gonna sit in the in the head for a while because I'm I'm up post toying all day. So instead, I installed. No it was a beautiful bluebird day. So installed. I had thrown some pots. Oh, this is funny. So the night we the night I go out, I was going through Coros, uh, and I always see buoys out there. So I'm like, okay, yeah. People are catching close, some shrimp here, close, and yeah. a couple other guys had shared some spots, and I was like, hey, it's probably not an epic spot, but I'm gonna get some shrimp. 
So uh, so we got a new pot puller, this prawn pot puller. Because we used is it to the prawn star. The, it is the prawn star. Yeah. Is the actual name prawn star mano. So it's like six hundred bucks instead of the twenty five hundred dollars. And it's this dude out of BC, and it came with like the I don't know if this is socially acceptable, but like the the best backwoods directions ever. Um, just you couldn't make up the shit. It looked like. It, I just, it, the drawing. You say he's from like, Canada. Yeah, so Mickey, so Mickey Mouse. This dude is awesome though. Like I was emailing back and forth, and he's like, and I'm an engineer, so I'm like, oh, what about this? What about that? And he's just like, dude, just go fucking do it. You know? <laughs> I'm like, all right. He's like, <laughs> trust me, bro. Is there yeah, it's gonna work. Look at the pictures. Don't read the words. Yeah. And Don't be a hoser. <laughs> but it looked like. I mean, he seriously like just like took some crayons and shit and made some drawings. And then his, and his directions are like, don't fucking call me if you have problems. This is easy. And you're like, all right, you know, I'm just going to get it. And he didn't and he, run this by his lawyer. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 So I throw, I, so, so I throw this pot out and, uh, you know, the state of Alaska has some rules around, you know, harvesting shrimp and leaving, leaving the buoys out and you have to have certain things written on the buoy. Well, my partner on the boat, uh, you know, Jake, super cub pilot, Jake, he had uh, one of us, probably me, left the buoy for the shrimp with our like, with our names on it and addresses and phone numbers in in his garage. And I was thinking they're on the boat. And oh. I thought the second shrimp pot was on there, so I only had one shrimp pot, and I didn't have that buoy. But I have my other buoy, my anchor pulling buoy. Like if I get in trouble with anchor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, I'll use that." So I go to find a fucking marker. There is no there marker is. or pen. Well done, sir. On this boat. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Like, I got to label it, you know? And so I'm like, there was okay, no magic marker. Maybe I'm going to, like, cut. Like, at this point, I'm going to cut duct tape because I have knives and scissors and, like, write my name and address and phone number and all the shit you need on it. And then I look down and my action packer lid has all that shit on it. So my buoy that was floating out in the sound all weekend all four days had a buoy and then right next to it carabinered on yeah. was my action packer <laughs> the lid. lid and it's just like floating <laughs> there in the water it's like a tag. jack did you get a picture of that oh yeah I have oh a my god yeah. Dude. Yeah, i'm is, gonna put a dude, freaking, is, i'm gonna post that for the video it, dude <laughs> it was i was just like i'm gonna do this and so oh my it worked god good, though. The, so it's like the trailer buoy oh yeah dude it's like where is my oh there, there it is, it is. The action yeah, packer yeah. lid. yeah <laughs> Oh, this isn't it. I don't see that one. Yeah, it was so, great. So you dropped one whole pot down there. Yeah, so one. And so that first night, I and that first night, I hadn't installed the polar. I made sure it worked at my house, but I hadn't, I hadn't uh, installed it. So that next morning, it was Bluebird. Installed the polar, you know, drilling holes. And anyway, got it installed, went to pull it, and the thing works like a dream. Like it needs a nice. little, need a little hearing protection. Oh, it's, nice. yeah, it's pretty yeah, loud. It's it. pretty loud, but that thing is a beast, and it's super safe compared to our old one, which was a, a snowblower engine that almost took off everyone on the boat's hands. So it was yeah. like a great upgrade. It gave me like massive inji- anxiety before. It was so ghetto, and and now we have like the, you know this legit puller. So I pulled that up. Only got five shrimp, um, but then I used uh, John. That like. In a snack for one of your kids. Yeah, what you were saying earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling the guys earlier that we we brought. I I think I got a hundred and thirty on the trip, eight thirty out there, roughly, and then uh, cooked about my my mom cooked a hundred of them last night, and the four year olds ate forty each, That's so they crazy. ate eighty shrimp. 
Uh, yeah, I was like, like, I don't need the mac and cheese, Dad. Yeah. I'll just eat the shellfish. Yeah, that's it, hilarious. It was funny because it was so. Like wait a, a minute, sh- you had a, you had a good pull or two. Yeah, to get yeah, 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 shrimp yeah, At some point, yeah, yeah. with one pot. Yeah, with one pot. So then, yeah. right, right after that, um, that's like that's like probably a full bag of tails, or or more. Yeah, like yeah, two, yeah. Two, two, two gallon or no, a gallon I, and a half. I, yeah, it was more than one full like gallon bag. Okay. You know? Um, That's the shrimp and lingo, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Is the <laughs> the bags? Bag How many tails, bags? Bag of tails or buckets? I got five bag of tails. No, that's a gallon Ziploc. Yeah. So when yeah. you say a bag a of tails, gallon or quart? It, no, when you say a bag of tails, it's a gallon full of tails. Got yeah, it. tails. You yeah. could be a new, you know, number of different. You got tigers and prawns, and or you got the different sizes or whatever. But yeah. you know, if you get a gallon bag, it's that's the that's that's it. Like got when it. you got got it yeah got so it. you obviously yeah. hit a nice hole though yeah so right after that i was like okay we're gonna reset this thing and we're gonna go over to this secret spot that uh, my dad has so uh, you know i had it marked on navionics and went over there and set it and then um and then i was like man this is really fucking nice so i just drifted from there it was bluebird and then uh dropped down some uh jigs and then pulled up uh some rockfish for we uh, I, I pulled up four yellow eye. Oh, I guess, wow. Nice. But I, I can only keep one, so I was releasing mm-hmm. the other ones, and so I got a big one. And I was doing the da- you know the deep water release. Yep. Oh, you know, cool. Yep. So you can That's good it, practice, get right, to get to, to use that. Right? Yeah, what's, yeah, the yeah. Deep, what's the deep water release? So now you have to have it on your boat. But So when you pull these rockfish out, they have a swim bladder, and when that thing comes up to surface, it inflates, and it prevents them. It creates enough buoyancy that that buoyancy that the rockfish actually can't swim down back to depth so the deep water release they have two styles one's like a spring loaded and the other one is like um like a long rod without a barb and so you you put either one in their mouth and the or the other one kind of up through the jaw and then uh you drop it down with a weight to the bottom kind of slower and then when it gets on the bottom, you just give it a couple of jerks, and then it'll come off. And, and that's because of the atmospheric pressure of the fish are so deep. And yep. Right. Acc- yeah. Acclimates them back down. Yep. That's yeah, right. they have yep. a much higher success rate of survival upon release, um, shaking it off and getting that thing to kind of suck back in. <laughs> Those are the fish, if you pull them up too fast, they'll actually turn yeah. themselves inside yeah, almost out. All, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. all rockfish do yeah. it. Yep. So that's yeah. the swim bladder that you're seeing coming out of their mouth. So all of them did that where I was fishing some deep water. Um, Yeah. So put them down and then I got, you know, one real nice uh, yellow eye that I kept. And then uh, it was uh, that fish ended up being being a pretty funny story because I pulled into a cove and it was it was like Brandon said it was cold. Yeah. And this was uh, a an east facing cove so it got cold fast yeah the shade was early in the day yeah yeah, yeah. and uh man right next to this gorgeous waterfall and it was kind of cold but i i know i have a heater in my boat so i turned on the heater and mm. i was cooking this rockfish inside inside the boat and uh you guys know from last week that i did all that demo at double shovel so i already am like trying to get a bunch of shit out of my lungs and I, I mean, it was like last week. I didn't. I sound. I sound like you, Aaron. Like I had. A, I had. <laughs> That's just natural had, voice. Yeah. yeah, this is just natural. I wear a respirator all the time. <laughs> I had a sexy voice last week, so <laughs> I'm back to me Real now. But deep. anyway, so so we're so I'm cooking this rockfish with uh, some some of the Cajun spice. I think it was slap your mama. Thank you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jeff Ray, for yeah. teaching me about slap your mama. But uh, Aaron knows. Not Jeff literally. Ray, yeah. So. Anyway, uh, he's a slope front of ours. Anyway, so I'm, I hit it hard, you know. I, was, I like that blackened. And all oh, the cab got so spicy that I, I went... <laughs> 
You know when those people laugh so hard that they just can't catch their breath? I was coughing like that for 10 minutes. And I was all in the back. Just desk threw that meat on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> up. I scared every black bear away from that bay. It was, it was pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of shit out, though. So that, that was cool. Yeah. Good clear it was out. Your personal, like, steam. Steamer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So getting back to the skiing thing yeah. and how it relates to like our backcountry, our research is like, I didn't do good enough research. You yeah. Know? The Google earth will only show you so much. Like there might be like an, a beach that's 400 yards wide and there's like a little four foot opening to get yeah. up into the, you know what they need? The, the you know jungle. what Google earth needs to do is, you know how you can sometimes uh, uh, pull the person down to the road. And mm. then you can actually get the visual. Oh, mm-hmm. like yeah. They should have that. Everywhere? Yeah. So you can just pull it down and actually yeah. get a visual. Yeah. Well, so instead of the Google, Google, road, ca- Google yeah, they car. They need a boat. Yeah. Google, Google boat. boat. Yeah. That's the Google right. boat. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The Google ATV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit us up, AWP, man. We'll get some footage for you, boys. <laughs> so that. Just throw the thing on the Can-Am and go. <laughs> exactly. The, I guess the other cool things that, that, that I did, and one thing Brandon will really nerd out on is that, mm. um, I spent so I had two ridges I wanted to climb. Uh, one was on night, and the other one is like this granite valley up um, ridge line up um, deep water bay. Both had still that's mainland. Snow. Yeah, yeah, too much snow. I mean, there was a lot of mm-hmm. snow. There, like four feet of snow on the north side on the beach. You know. Um, yeah. So I didn't do those, but I did do Perry, and we peeked out. I peeked out on uh, me, me, Brooks Ranger, and I peeked out. Um, look kind of just wanting to peek out, mm-hmm. but also to look for some, you know, deer and do some scouting. And it, I wasn't impressed. It was, I think that this winter must've been really hard. I found some skeletons on the South, South West side of the Island, um, had a little bonfire, but everything was too wet. Um, mm-hmm. but just not like what we saw out there in the past. So mm-hmm. I, I think this winter was really hard on the deer on Perry and it'll be interesting to see what's happening on other islands, but, uh, it was cool to get up there, get up in that, that dwarf hemlock in places where you don't need a trail. Like mm-hmm. I just love that, yeah. you know, hike and wander wherever you want. So that was really cool. So two, two really good hikes in, uh, in, uh, on Perry. Um, and then, I found a couple cool like coves that you could take your boat only so far in, but then there was another mile or two of other kind of coves you could, or even multiple fingers that you could kind of cover on your, your paddleboard. And that was just amazing. You know, no one's Mm -hmm. around. I'm so far away from everyone. And, uh, man, it's just like, I was in my happy place. It was was cool. So, so what, when you go ski like that, what is your hike to ski time ratio? I mean, you hike up what, couple hours and how long of a run is it down 10 minutes <laughs> that's like skiing a hilltop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta earn it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's there's yeah. there's value in that it's yeah. it's the journey not yeah. the uh, yeah. destination yeah. It's, it's all about yeah. just being out there say. you know yeah. kind of like these eight brand on his last two hunts like you know it's not about harvesting it's about being out there yeah. experiencing mm-hmm. alaska and i like hiking and i'm willing to put in the hard work i didn't this time for skiing yeah, you know, I couldn't <laughs> find the access points. What I thought, you know, like the Trail Forks app, where they track where you go, mm-hmm. and then so these these after a couple of people try this new route, they basically built the trail. It'll pop populate on the Trail Forks app. We need to have that for like a backcountry skiing, so then we can oh. see where other people have skinned up or hiked up, mm-hmm. and then you can have the same access point. Because if 
I know people ski in these two spots, like they're big ski spots. I could see ski mark, you know, oh, where people with the binoculars. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. but I couldn't find the access points, um, mm. and mm -hmm. I didn't try that hard. Yeah, <laughs> You're like well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, really quick, guys, I want to give a shout out to Taylor Restoration, twenty-four hour emergency services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since nineteen seventy-two. Services include fire, water, mold damage, post-emergency cleaning, remodeling, and the aftermath. This includes burst pipes, overflowing toilets, downed trees, fires, pet accidents, and vandalism. Now that uh, your house is heating up and you need some fans and some of that dog pee is coming out, give these guys a call. Taylor also has an emergency <laughs> response number with trained professionals available to help you anytime, day, or night. Give them a call in Anchorage right now. Pull your phone out, 344-1239. You're going to need this number if you have any kind of accident. Eagle River, Matsu, Fairbanks, that Anchorage number, I'm sure they'll be able to direct you to that. Or just go to tailoredrestorationalaska.com and they will help you out. Go see Trent. Tell him Alaska Wild Project sent you. He's going to send his best guy over there to help you guys out, and you'll be taken care of no matter what the problem is. Um, I want to uh, introduce our guests. Uh, you guys have been hearing them. Um, yeah. This is uh, a buddy of ours. Uh, he's done a lot of work for myself, and um, he is one of the best woodworkers I've ever seen. Um, his name is Aaron Sweeney. Aaron, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. His uh, his Instagram handle is roasted timbers roasted underscore timbers underscore woodworks with an X on the end. If you've been following us on our Instagram page, we do a lot of reposting of uh, Aaron's work. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of Alaska themed. Uh, wood projects where you'll see Alaska flag or you'll see the the state of Alaska or just Alaska themed things. Um, if you've if you've seen pictures of us, um, he did our, our beautiful. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, he did our beautiful Alaska Wall project sign. He killed it. Did it right to the T. Exactly like that. Um, he did um, a couple of the menus at my hot dog stand. Um, I, I I actually wanted to ask you when when you first did that first one a long time ago. Was that one of your first? signs um it, i think it was maybe first six or so months type of thing i'd done a uh i started off doing i did an american flag for my wife she wanted one for the backyard and i actually did it and somebody wrote me and said hey i want to buy that and i was like hey do you mind and she <laughs> goes yeah but you got to promise you're going to make me something eventually to replace it and yeah that was like five six years ago and i still haven't made her a damn thing <laughs> no i made her a couple things but no it, it was one of the first ones and it was a little different because i carved that and yeah. i carved that by hand i do mm -hmm. almost everything by hand um i mean i use power tools i'm not an idiot but uh i don't like i don't use a cnc or anything like that and i do a lot of a lot of it by just by hand i have a I work a rotational job that I'm more of like a team lead type position mm -hmm. and I'm on a computer or in a truck way too much. I don't want to be on a computer when I'm home um, doing a CNC. I think those have their value. And, you know, when I retire, I might end up getting one of those things, but I really, really enjoy working with my hands. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, truly handcrafting. Yeah. 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 And truly handcrafting. And that, you know, the thing Jack will know this, that, when you work on the slope, you never start anything you finish or finish anything you start Yeah, because you have an alternate. You're only there two weeks. And that's the, the thing I get out of doing what I do is I am 
doing something all the way through. People are putting it in their house. People love it. It means something to them. Something to them. Um, I really enjoy um, just building stuff. I mean, if I wasn't selling this stuff, I'd probably be building it and giving it away, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, type of thing. Um, so, I mean, that's just kind of, that's my thing. That's what I love to do. Um, and the progress has been there because like you said, oh, yeah, the yeah, menu yeah. that you did for me was the first six months and I, what year was that? Yeah. Oh, God dang. That must like have maybe been, you know, 2017, right around there? No, that was way earlier was than that. Ago, that God. was way earlier than that. But yeah. but I got so many customers and so many people that stopped by the hot dog stand just by looking at the thing, like, mm-hmm. wow, who did this? Who made mm-hmm. this? This looks so professional. No, I appreciate that. And, and, yeah. and now he's, he's making another one for us, and he's made this sign, and now the signs have, have been going crazy. Um I was looking at your at your Instagram and you got you got Barney's that yeah, you're doing a big on thing that for one him. Right now for Barney's, um, list off a couple of the other big. I, I saw AK Starfish. You did a big. I thing did AK for them. Starfish. I've done Double Shovel. Yeah. Um, I did all the signs originally for Girdwood Brewing. They yeah. replaced oh, them with man, they replaced them with steel ones here recently. Um, you know they just they didn't like the maintenance. I mean, there's a little bit of maintenance required with that. Well, it's wet out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first, like, I did one for the road for them, and not knowing that's where they were putting it. Oh. And it got hammered by slush all winter. And mm. I actually went out there a couple times and, and fixed it, you know. Okay. Um, you know, for beers. But I went out there. And I went out, I'd go out there. And, uh, I'd be out there anyways. And I'd swing by and nail some stuff back on, touch some stuff up, you know. But um, it took a beating down there at the, at the road and, and you live and you learn. I mean, you, you, yeah. I made it out of, because of how big it was, I had to use plywood that doesn't hand up, you know, yeah. stand up real well to, to the water. It starts to kind of, it starts to layer out. Yeah. Yeah. Form. It, yeah fall off and s- such like that. But you know, uh, gosh, who else? Um, Alaska outdoor gear. I've done mm-hmm. their signs for them. Um, and, and and a ton of stuff for people's family like yeah. you don't just mm-hmm. do huge big signs like if you if you want to see like your traditional thing that you might have seen at the fair it's just like your last name for your for your yeah, a, lot of, a lot of marriage gifts i've done a lot of stuff for people that are getting you know the, i want to give this person a special marriage gift uh um some stuff where like hey we got married on maui we want to have the ocean and we want to have the North shore in it, you know, so mm-hmm. I do an epoxy pour, mix it all up, kind of make it look like ocean type of stuff and uh, put a star where they got married, you know? Yeah. So oh, a lot of okay. stuff like yeah. that, a lot of mixing, a lot of mash state mashup stuff. Where, oh, hey, yeah. I live, yeah, in, Ida- really I live cool. in Idaho, but I love Alaska or I live in Wyoming. I just did a, per- uh, I've done a couple pieces for people in Wyoming, Montana, um, Iowa. I did one for Iowa and I'm sorry, Iowa. I did the state upside down. <laughs> I did the state upside down. I had to actually redo it and ship it back. And the whole thing about it is I probably could have just flipped the state over. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's pretty much a square with a couple little dingalings off each end. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. I just, the funny thing is we were over and we were on vacation. Um, when I found out I'd done it wrong, I got a text from a friend of mine that I'd, I'd actually done it for. A, it was a hockey host. They wanted to give something to their, their kid played hockey and they wanted oh, to give okay. something to him. To their billet family. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, billet yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I did it upside down and I was like, you gotta be effing kidding me. I was just, I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink anything. I was just like, this is just bothering the hell out of me. So I ended up having to redo that one, but you know, just a lot of mashups of whatever people want. You know, uh, your guys' sign, you came out with a, a 
a really cool design, you know, I, quite frankly, until um, I really looked at the AWP. I actually didn't realize that was an AWP. Oh, that, well, that's, that's a good eye for. because actually nobody really knows yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at our logo and you look at the snow yeah. lines in the mountain, it actually says AWP. Yes. And a lot of people really haven't realized that. No. And when they do, it's like a secret little head and like, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. It was, it was so funny when I threw on this t-shirt, I ran home after work, I changed and I threw my shirt on the bed, right? Quick shower, I come out and I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, oh man, I kind of forgot about it. Like yeah. I know it's so funny you guys say this. I remembered looking at it again today. Like, oh yeah, this is AWP. Like it, I knew it did, and when we designed it, but I just we've looked at so much merchandise and, and the signage and all of our stuff. I kind of just keep looking at it. That logo, not seeing yeah. It's the one of those things of like uh, like a Bev Doolittle. Like once you see yeah. it, like yeah. that's all you see. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, like right, now it's right, not right. a snow line to me. All I see is AWP. Yeah. yeah. The Washington yeah, State Cougar sick. symbols like that. It looks like a cougar head, but if you look closer, it's WSU. Just yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm about ready oh. to, I'm going to do one of those for my dad here. Oh, soon. really? Yeah. Ooh. He went to Washington State. Yeah. He's a cougar. So oh, bad I didn't realize Your dad's that. a good man. Oh, is that where you went to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Cougs. Yeah. He went there uh, 9,000 years ago, but yeah. he did... Uh, yeah. They called it sanitary engineering at the time, yeah. but it's civil yeah. engineering. Yeah. He's not a janitor. Yeah. Um, he's retired now, but that's what they called it then. It was r really, really new. Um, when he went there, they actually paid him to go oh, that's to school. Cool. He did a civil engineering degree and then a sanitary engineering master's. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was so new that they paid him to do yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, get it. We need some people yeah, in this we need program. This guy this. looks like he's legit. Let's get yeah. him in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So do you have you had cougar gold? What's that? Cougar gold cheese. No, I have not. Uh, What's that? So no. Washington State's cheese is just incredible. Like cheese cheese or cheese yeah. curds? or No, it's cheddar. <laughs> it's like a sharp cheddar, I believe. Oh, like a white? Yeah. Like a white cheddar? Yeah. yeah, it's mm. unbelievable. Yeah. You meet these people from Wisconsin, they're like, you know, we have good cheese, but uh, that Washington State cougar gold, it's legit. Mm. Oh, they yeah. they show mutual respect to the, yeah, yeah, to the yeah. cheese? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tang, Tangy's uh, ladies from Wisconsin, and he was sharing yeah. that, that with me today, actually. Mm. That fact. That's great. A thing about the cheese curds, actually, we were down at, um, they had the cheese curd from Wisconsin. Oh, we were at, at, at Homer. The, Homer. King yeah, Kirby. and it was the Wisconsin. And, and come to find out, like, the... I guess like the waxier it is is like how they define if it's good or not. Oh, okay. And then thinking about uh, like biting that, like that's kind of like the the feel you get in your yeah, mouth, yeah, like yeah. a waxy. And that's what they're looking for. I guess that's that's what it's one of the traits. That's one, one of the, the traits. Yeah. 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 Cool. So a little history on um, on Aaron. Uh, Aaron's a lifelong Alaskan. Um, we we're checking you out, uh, Bayshore. Well, six. S six. six. Well, just like a lot of people. Where'd you move up from six? Uh, Washington. All right. We lived yeah. in my, we live, I was born in Vancouver. My dad uh -huh. lived in, we lived in Seattle, Lake Forest Park, which is like north, north of Seattle, I think. I think that's right. And my dad, they opened up an EPA office up here. Okay. And my dad ran it. Nice. And we all moved up here and, you know, and that was at a time. You know, we rode in the back of the car and like we'd go to like cars, you know, on Diamond. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, We'd have to duck down in the car when my parents went into the store because <laughs> so, it said for official use only. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, when we yeah, first yeah. got there, because it was, but yeah, he worked for the EPA for I don't know how long, I, you know, and then they closed, they ended up closing the office down, moving it to Seattle. Seattle but yeah, yeah, we moved, I mean, I'm, we moved up here, 
Diamond in Minnesota was a you know a stoplight that hang on yeah. a hang yeah. hung on cable. Dirt roads on the side. Yeah, Minis- like- Minnesota was Chip Seal. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike Gravel was our state senator yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think yeah. like that. When my mom would always complain, like, thank Mike Gravel for this damn road. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that was before Murkowski became our yeah, okay. became the senator uh, Frank Murkowski. But you know, back in those days when I mean. I remember being in first grade and the first earthquake I went through, I fell off my chair and started crying, Yeah, you know, and I still have people like 20 year reunion. We had to go, Oh no, it was a 10 year ago. I still remember the time you fell off your chair crying in the earthquake. Oh, so I mean, geez. Hey, I was six. Come on. But no, um, no, I mean, grew up, up here. I mean, we, my wife is, bo- her grandfather was born in Juno Douglas. Her, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. she's old school. Our kids are like fourth generation. You know, yeah. they, they, uh, I went to Bayshore. Bayshore, Mirrors, Diamond, correct? Yep. Yep. The whole yep. family. Our kids did. My wife went to Mirrors and, and Diamond. Yeah. Um, I think she was going to Campbell or Taku or something like that. So uh, Shout out to the Campbell Cubs. Yeah, Campbell Cubs. I, taught yeah. I was a Bayshore years. Eagle or, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, still live over in that part of town where mm-hmm. I live, what used to be where we, uh, we would, you know, steal our parents' cigarettes and water down their alcohol and take it out there and shoot guns and yeah. all that type of thing. Yeah, when it was still kind of backcountry. Yeah, I mean, it was all marsh and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you know, my house is basically built on a swamp like most of the people that live in Southport, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so grew up, lived on the south side most of my most of my life. Lived midtown when my kids were a little younger. And my wife and I both knew, hey, we want to kind of get to the south side because of the trails and the schools and just the yeah. lifestyle and all that. So we moved over to Southport like, 20 years ago 21 uh-huh. years ago or something like that we've been married we just celebrated 26 years of marriage yeah congratulations yeah yeah, yeah i know it's uh, that's awesome man. it that's... has it has been has been she's a uh, much smarter than me though her she ju- seems like it judgment yeah. in who she marries is pretty <laughs> suspect yeah well i knew she was legit because when i went to pick up the sign you were already back on the slope and she's like i got this with oh, you and God. she helped me put it on and gave me like a blanket oh, and all this stuff i know she uh she was out we were working on some stuff today and she took a week off of you know work just to take a week off and she's just been helping me out left and right um you know i went over and helped a buddy move a couch the other day and i was telling another buddy that man i'm so glad i have my wife because she would have just picked up the other end of it and done it you know kind of thing (laughs) yeah um you know that type of thing she's full-on alaskan you know fishing and and all that we i mean we don't hunt and stuff like that nothing against it like um just we don't do it it's it's a lot of work um you know but i have two uh, a daughter that's 26 a daughter that's 22 that were you know both you know, they actually went to Diamond as well. Not the Diamond I went to, because the Diamond mm, I went to was, was different. Oh, God. It was, I actually had a guy, we were standing next to him in the hallway of the old Diamond, and one of the roof tiles was so wet it fell out on him. Mm. They, I mean, <laughs> every, every time they had an assembly, they'd, uh, they'd, they'd, you know, breakers would go off. When the, when the snow melted, we'd have garbage cans in the hallway. You know, you'd have to help the janitors move them because they just... The, it, was a, it, was built, it was built by a California architect. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally tore it down, kept the pool and the gym, and rebuilt the whole damn thing. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it was good. I mean, growing up in... I, I lived in Bayshore most of my life, you know, uh, as a kid. And growing up there was a great place to, to grow up. It was... Yeah, you go know, out and play. That's yeah. one of those classic Alaska neighborhoods. As yeah, well. big time. Yeah. yeah, you get on yeah. your you get on your bike and you disappear at seven o'clock, and your parents tell you what time you need to be home, and yeah. that's pretty much it. I mean, it was, 
you know, the summertime is out of the house at seven. I mean, you know, throwing a ball on the baseball was big in my life, throwing a ball on the roof and catching it and pissing off my, my brothers, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Cause they weren't up yet. But, uh, you know, just growing up in Anchorage was a great place to raise kids. It's it's different now, but I mean, it's it was just wonderful back then. I mean, and, and Bayshore was like a microcosm type of thing of that. You know, mm-hmm. growing up, and I had a buddy that lived right down the street. I'm s- still friends with them. We went to O'Malley's last night and had drinks with him and his wife. You know, and um, you know, just a, a firefighter here for Anchorage, and just you know, great group of people here i mean it's that's that's one of the beautiful things about alaska is you have these friends that Mm -hmm. you've had for your entire life since elementary school or junior high and 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 you go out of state and you visit these people and they may have one or two and of those and that's you're very privileged or lucky to have that and a lot of us maybe have five to eight of those kind of people you know that's just amazing yeah Yeah. like people don't have that you don't realize that until you leave and they're like oh man you're these are like your best friends from elementary school. I'm like, yeah, these oh, are yeah. my yep. boys. Yeah. We still yeah. go fishing homies. and drink beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I was yeah. joked that we held each other's hair while we were throwing up. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you know, I still, I mean, even some guys that live out of state, you know, that that work up at, you know, on the slope. Yeah. I'm still buddies with them and trade texts. All, you know, I mean, we got a text string that's just, it's probably like all three of you. It's just ridiculous and yeah. juvenile and it's sickening. All over the place. Just and, out of the, I don't. It's it's pretty it's pretty clean, but it's very juvenile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, like, hopefully the wife doesn't read this without the context of what, <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of context is it. needed. In no, this. It's, it's, it's clean, but it's juvenile and accusing each other of being, you know, suck-ups or whatever type of thing. But it's, yeah. it's all good. I mean, it's that's what you build up here. I mean, it it was it, it's not quite the same but i mean it, it as it was but it's still you know you see people you pull over if somebody's on the side of the road and need something mm-hmm. um you know that's what i've found with our traveling southern hospitality northern hospitality is what's real yeah, yeah. i don't mm-hmm. believe in southern hospitality northern hospitality is real because somebody's stuck in the snow hey i got yep. a toe strap i'll get yep. you out yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. Jump you, I'll give you a jump mm-hmm. hey keep that just yeah. get it back, you know. We'll yep. get it back somewhere. Somebody yeah. will give me some bungee cords somewhere along yeah. the way. Totally. I'm not yep. sure. Sure, you know, keep that strap. You're yeah. at Lowe's. I was at Lowe's like two weekends ago or last hitch and saw some people loading a Subaru <laughs> with eight, four, eight by four sheets of plywood. And I was like, on top. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do that with bungee cords. Why don't you tell me where you're living and I'll give you a ride? Now, they didn't take me up on it, you know. 10, 15 years ago, they probably would have took me up yeah. on it. And I would yeah. have said, hey, I'm going in the store for 20 minutes. I'll be out. I'll give you a ride. Yeah. You know, that's what Alaska is about. That's why, I, that's why we like mm-hmm. living here. It's just, it's just different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Exactly. And my brother had a similar story. He, he went out to the property out in Willow to get some firewood, got the truck stuck. Had to walk, you know, two miles to the neighbor to try to get some st- tools and two miles to the next neighbor. And on the third one, someone was there and, and was able to come and pulled them out and was able to help them out. Like, you can still do that. Yeah. You know, it can be kind of sketchy back in that uh, that area. Oh, <laughs> Just go creeping up in his Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the willow, yeah. Bi- willow billies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he might come out and reach you with a shotgun or whatever, but you know what? He's going he's gonna to oh, lend he'll you turn a story. Yeah, he'll get it all out, come yeah. along, the everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, you need some help on there. He's yeah. like, wow, man, yeah. I've been waiting for well, you to come so I can help away. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you, sh- you shed light on that, Aaron, because that's, that's the Alaska that I grew up in. And my dad was an old school car salesman. And he literally drove around town on Saturday mornings and 
found vehicles and driveways and yards and hey man you want to sell that thing buy it restore it clean it up sell it and in those times running around with him it was unbelievable how many times he helped people towing them out jump mm. in their car um give them a quick jump in the back of the truck and ride down to the gas station with a fuel can like it was just kind of the way i, I, I kind of yeah. miss that you know i mean i really miss that but there still is some of that Oh, like I, there, I, there I 100% is. agree there's still a lot of that. Yeah. And I would say maybe at least 70% of the people got a tow strap in their truck, yep. jumper, yes, cables jumper cables in their truck, yep. you yep. know, something something to help out in whatever situation. Or, or a truck just to do the job to pull something out. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. drive around our roads and like every other vehicle on the road yeah. is a truck yeah. you know yeah and, and i'd probably say 50 percent have like a socket set too yeah, i had yeah, a buddy yeah. yesterday he's like you don't have a socket set in the yeah. truck i was like oh <laughs> under the front like, seat baby you gotta have a <laughs> socket see? set yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack's, that's Jack's what i'm saying yeah. i will say though that i i kind of get it with with what aaron's saying how it's changed because even mm -hmm. i grew up that way you know we stopped at everything everyone that's ever needed help we stopped at mm -hmm. and uh after that crazy incident that happened i don't know did we talk about on the podcast like we're on the 420 day where there's that stuff oh, on bonnet no. mm. there's no, some stuff on boniface anyway so i was cruising over there to go up to wolverine and uh so right after we had that conversation it must have been the next day so i'm cruising over there and uh <laughs> there's a dude that's in the parking lot on boniface on boniface in northern lights like you can just see that something's up with his truck he can't get it like i think it's a tranny issue he couldn't get it in reverse right he was so he's like going up a snowbank and then trying to roll at an angle and it's like man i want to stop real bad so i went to basically go pull him and then that that experience that we had talked about that had happened over there came in my mind it was like you know i really want to climb wolverine so i just punched it and i felt horrible about that every day since basically well every time i've thought about that but when when p when when everyone else here isn't showing up authentic and you know great and you can trust them then it creates this this barrier for the people that always stop to help to mm. want to yeah. help mm -hmm. and i mean this is wrong but if that would have happened in another part of town i might have stopped yeah. I would have stopped, but it was that incident that we had talked about that made me go, okay, there's a little risk. I have four-year-olds. I'm yeah. going to go hiking. Yeah. 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 And it changes when you got your kids in the car, too. Yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, they're still there, though. Last summer, my, my truck died. I was actually, I think I might have actually been, I've been having battery problems because I just didn't drive the truck enough. Um, and uh, was I think I might have actually been leaving your guys' place. And right there before, uh, what is it, 64th on C Street, my truck died. And before I knew, I got out and started trying to push it. Before I didn't even see these guys. Yeah, I had two other people pushing my yeah, truck. Awesome. Your truck's rolling my forward, trucks, right? I was like, "Where did you guys come from?" I yeah. mean, it's like, yeah, and there's still people there. It's still happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of the stuff. Um, you know, I joke about it that um, something happens a once, and we talk about it a hundred times. So therefore, mm -hmm. it's happened a hundred times. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think most people are good. I mean, yeah. most people in Anchorage there are. It's. Um, Probably Anchorage is a little bit of a transient town, you know, with as far mm -hmm. as people that come up here for short stints and they're yeah, out. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, it's an acquired taste. There's no yeah. doubt about it. There's mm. people that come up here and do two or three years. But I think the people that have been here, I mean, like my wife's grandfather was here. He was the DOD uh, civil engineer during the 64 earthquake. Oh, I mean, man. he basically rebuilt Anchorage. Yeah. My, both my wife's parents into high school up here were here during the 64 earthquake, you know, yeah. so... Um, 
there's uh, still a lot of that around. Now, I, th I heard a story, a fact that I think there's less than 5,000 people that live in Anchorage now that were here during the 64 earthquake. Wow. But there's still those people. They're yeah. still around. And they didn't have to be around there to be at that time to be authentic. But yeah, I think well, it'd it, be pretty elderly. Yeah. Too, yeah. And, yeah. And as you're, you know, with, I've been the same way. You know what? I would have stopped and helped this person, but I've had my kids in the car too. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and you just, you got. The, and the, yeah. and the thing is, is is don't feel bad if you're in that situation because I promise you one of the next four people are yeah. going to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody's yeah. going to swing through and help that dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and I've stopped and helped people with my kids to almost like instill in them like, oh look, this yeah, yeah. like if you're the only guy and you're like on the Denali Highway oh, or something, you have you're to. like, oh, dude, this guy needs yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Every so you time. stop no matter what it takes. Sorry, boys, I got to get out here and help this guy. Come on out, you know, help me out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so let's let's keep that alive man i, I think it's it's I beneficial know. you know it's just it's good it's good it's good karma yeah oh you it know? always it always returns its favor later yep. it always does yeah you've, you'll you'll eventually be in a situation where you oh, need yeah. to help oh yeah. yeah yeah if you live here you get in a pickle it just happens it's cold yeah batteries die yeah you know it's the least expected time you know it's how you show up. You got to show yeah. up right. That's you got to show up how you would want other people to show up exactly. as well. Exactly. Um, Jack, before we get into the trivia stuff, I know you might need a minute to get on that. I want to get into the history a little bit of of what your inspiration was to kind of get going with the woodworking mm, stuff. Yeah. And I know that you've mentioned to me before that um, when you retire from the slope, you want to continue to make this I an, do, an entire I do. business. I do. I, it's something I would like to do. I mean, I'm probably in the you know five to maybe even seven year range before I want to retire. I've been lucky enough to do pretty good with you know my wife has a great job and we have you know um, been able to do rental properties and stuff like that. It sounds like you have an amazing career, man. Yeah, it's been it's been I good. Mean, it's been I've been real lucky. It's, yeah, you know we've we've always worked hard. You know, like you know. Last week, I was supposed to be out here and doing the podcast with you guys, and because of work, <laughs> um, I was blasted. I just, my wife and I just passed out in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, I fell asleep in the parking lot. And I was like, yeah. I was like, guys, it's not gonna, it's yeah. not gonna be good pod. Yeah. It's yeah. not gonna be good pod. So um, we want good pod. Yeah, but no, I mean, my wife and I basically go from dawn to dusk with just in, in, your definition of dusk can kind of creep up on you. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, if, if once I stop moving you know for the day i'm done but we pretty much go all the time we really enjoy you know meeting people and and doing that kind of thing but uh you know i kind of started off doing the woodwork and working with surplus materials because i mean like any alaskan you make the most of what you can with what you got yep and alaska is a place where it's really hard to get you know you're not going to get walnut you know walnut without paying a fortune you're not going to get african babinga or whatever that kind of stuff is you're just not going to get that so like the sign i did for you guys that frame is made from bleachers from the ymca no yes. oh yeah i've seen those outs out there yeah free for the taking right yeah so when the, so my wife and uh, her friend were big ymca supporters and oh you know, they were, i grew they, up they there man that yeah. i used to go bmx oh, in dude, there the ymca dude. is oh yeah memory memory gym in anchorage dude. is at the ymca they, i'm really? serious the one they, they redid it the upstairs the upstairs gym mm -hmm. it's the best gym in anchorage really you know, and that then they got amazing, the diamond man. athletic club as well so they got to funding to get that all cleaned up oh and, yeah oh dude that's Do you amazing. have to like sign up for seven years and give them a piece of your blood like the last <laughs> club no 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 okay it's so it's like 65 <laughs> bucks a month for a family membership there wow and you Whoa. can go to the diamond center i might be getting the numbers wrong this is when we had one 
Um, and I, you can go to the Diamond Center one, which has the pool. Oh, they're connected. Yeah, they took over the Diamonds, the Diamond oh, Athletic Club. Right, yeah, right. yeah, they got the YMCA sign now. Yeah, now. so they redid that, and uh, I, I, I went still over. got the pink carpet, though? At the Diamond Center? <laughs> yeah, and the, and the chrome weights. <laughs> the chrome weights. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Very. Uh, 70s, baby. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> you know, 80s. But, uh, no, so I went over there, and my, and my wife was like, hey, they pulled out the bleachers. I go over there, and this was, like, probably five years ago. I mean, I am down to the last of that wood yeah. you know, kind of thing. So pulled a bunch of their flooring out for their gym. Got a couple, probably a couple hundred square feet of flooring, the uh, rock maple. I mean, it was the best stuff. Had the, I did several pieces where the lines were still in it. I actually oh, did a nice. piece for the guy that was ran the YMCA and was retiring. Um type of thing but got all that and you know use that i like to use the the, the, the salvaged materials i mean yeah, yeah. the first couple of years 90 percent of what i made was from pallets from lowe's or home depot because alaska and hawaii are one of those places where they do not return pallets pallets go to die pallets go to die yeah they mm-hmm. get burned they get burned, or, they get, or... they get burned and and such and the thing that kind of sucks is they're starting to use crappier and crappier wood form but i um but yeah, so I, I do a lot of stuff with recycled salvage wood. It just, you know, I I don't charge an arm and a leg. You know, might have felt like it, but no, no, very, <laughs> no, very, very no, reasonable. No, so incredibly I, I, fair. Yeah, yeah, I like working with the salvage materials, taking things back to normal, just working with my hands. You know, we talked about beforehand. Is I'm not a CNC guy. I might become a CNC. What guy. does that mean? Uh, what is it? Computer. Okay, so it's not somewhere you're putting in the design into a computer and the yeah, computer's and it cutting it, it all yeah, off. Yeah, and yeah. there's no, I don't have anything against people that do that. It's just not my thing because, yeah. like I said, I, I'm not on, right now because you, you're, right you're crafting this yeah. stuff by hand. Yeah, I'm cutting all those letters by hand. Yep. You know, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes having pucker moments. You know, with on the scroll yeah. saw type of thing. I'm not cutting yeah. them with the saw. I'm not. Really, How are you with splinters? I've got a murderous one right here right now. You know, the funny thing is most of the splinters I get is when I go, I have to go, and I do go to Lowe's and Home Depot and pick up wood. Oh, yeah. Um, most of the time I get the splinters when I'm getting my wood. Just <laughs> loading and unloading? Loading oh, up. God. I've been trying to squeeze this one of my thumb out for the last four or five days. But, no, I, you know, I, I got friends like a, I have a guy that I'm going to pick up a bunch of wood from tomorrow. He's, he's, he, he's kind of like a handyman. He goes in and does remodels and. Oh. He's called me a couple weeks ago and said, hey, I've got some great flooring that I'm pulling out. Um, do you want it? And I'm like, definitely. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Or I uh, had a buddy that uh, uh, I didn't realize it was him, but he advertised on Craigslist, hey, I'm tearing a house down because I'm building a new one. Uh, Visser, Eric Visser mm-hmm. uh, Construction. And he was tearing down a house. And I went over there and I pulled out all the, you know, the oak flooring. It had, I mean, I probably gave myself this, cancer with this stuff oh pulling that dusty old pulling it out and grinding off the old the old stuff i mean i wear a respirator and everything i i've sounded like this since i was you hear that jack 16 respirator yeah yeah i should have taken yeah yeah i should have had this like you didn't have any sort of you were just sucking it in when you were doing your i was just trying to get it Oh, like, oh! This will just take a couple hours, and yeah, I'll just, just kill myself. Hello, grab a mask. We yeah. got masks everywhere. Three M makes some really kick-ass products, bro. Yeah. There's poor decisions, and I made them that day. 
including, including this is like pre eliminating the masks in Anchorage. Yeah. Like I walked oh, through okay. multiple times during that week. I walked out of that demo room into the tap room with the mask that was in my pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, get it. It's the Lincoln welding respirator. Get it. Keep it. Use yeah. it. It's the best one I've ever had. Oh. I got it when I used to weld stuff, and it fits under a welding mask, and it's Perfect. great. Yeah. Um, it's small. It's Get Link, it on Amazon. Say that again, Lincoln. I think it's the Lincoln welding one. I mean, it's pretty small. It, it uses a P100 filter. It, 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 it's, it You don't even notice you have it on. I mean, you will after you take it off. You look like you've been wearing a CPAP. Yeah, type yeah, of thing. Sma- I mean, yeah, smash but, uh, but it, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's legit. Well, get if you're it, sucking welding it. fumes, like... That yeah. shit will give you cancer. Yeah. So yeah. like you yeah. got to have something. Yeah. But no, get pick up one of those. But I, you know, I would go and get materials just from whoever would give them. I, yeah. you know, sometimes it turns into my neighbors. Hey, I've got this. You want this? You know, this crappy piece of whatever type of thing you want. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm all yeah. stored up right yeah. now, yeah. and I really appreciate <laughs> them giving me that, and I don't want to turn them down because they always sometimes you get you know a gym, but. uh I try and work mostly in salvage materials. I mean, sometimes I can't. You know, it just that's the way it is. I don't have mm-hmm. enough bat. You know, yeah, uh, stocked up, stocked up for up for, mm-hmm. for it. Um, and like I said, I'm probably down to the last of the the bleachers, bleacher though. wood that yeah. I have well, from the wine. Really that's so cool. Man. I didn't know that. You yeah. didn't tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. No, awesome. you didn't tell us that. That no. just actually made that that much more special because yeah. it. Our whole premise is like local Alaskan. Yeah. From the roots and like you, the I've YMCA, sat in those bleachers a lot. I was gonna yeah. say the YMCA grew up in that is a place. pillar of Alaska. I mean, that yeah. was the only gym back mm-hmm. in the day before Alaska Club, before yeah. Yeah. anything. I mean, that thing was like and they had the saltwater pool in there. They still yeah. got the saltwater pool. I don't. I never used the pool. I don't think I so. Gym upstairs. I don't no think more. so. That's mm-hmm. probably too much no. maintenance. No, but it, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a place you'd be. Well, surprised. funding is hard for that yeah. you know yeah. it really is yeah what i mean the classes they have and what they do for people i mean i yeah. was surprised at how much stuff is for free there and yep. you yeah. know that's why we always kind of felt good about hey let's not go to the alaska club nothing against the alaska club sure but uh, sure. Let, let's go there and then man they have the most unbelievable on the second floor gym yeah they did they just did it up yeah i mean that's big great. time and so it's a great great that's place beautiful. to go to but check that out man yeah definitely definitely do that but uh yeah, you know, just doing that. And I mean, I think, you know, a lot of, I tried everything for a while because, you know, I have two weeks off, you know, and at a time. And there was a time where I had no, I'd come home and I'd work while I was off still, you know, and um, eventually got to where I went to a two and two. Um, and I drove my wife nuts. You know, yeah. she was just like, I did. I went and I did golfing for a while. I did jujitsu for a while. And, you know, I did yoga for a while, you know, all that stuff. I found that I needed to do something that not having your mind in it had consequences. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. yoga, you fall over jujitsu. You're going to sleep. I mean, (laughs) you are, or or my jujitsu career only lasts a couple of years because I, I wasn't, didn't, wasn't in the moment and somebody put an arm bar on me and it was not fun, but, uh, let's shut this down. I know the guy was a, God, he's a gorilla. Just one of those guys that just, I don't know what I was thinking, but, uh, (laughs) you know, that was when I was like 40 and it was like, Doing that with like twenty five year olds. Get the best shit in my life. Get jujitsu. Well, they didn't. They didn't do any. I mean, they didn't. He didn't do anything wrong. It was all me. It was all all me. You know, but uh, 
But, you know, and then I tried golf, you know, my wife did that and yeah. then I started doing the woodwork and it was like, man, that really, it's, it struck me. And it, I think it's some of the, I think that misses from a lot of people miss that from their lives is that they're accomplishing something that, mm-hmm. and even if it's, you know, whatever, some crappy little thing, it, 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 it you Just did the it. creation. Yeah, I think, it, I think it was, it, none of that <laughs> stuff was touching your creativity maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, and and creativity thing, you use your mind. So I, I've done everything as a job before I was on the slope. I mean, I did construction. I mean, that, that I did, you know, landscaping. I did, I was a paralegal for a while, believe it or not. Uh, I don't believe that. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was working for BP. I, my first real office job, my wife was like, this construction stuff is not cutting it. I was going to school to be a teacher. I was like maybe a semester short of it. And I realized I don't want to be a teacher, nothing against teachers, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't for me. And uh, so I got an office job cause I'd been working construction, you know, building houses, doing whatever kind of thing. And I was the courier ah. working mm. for Nana on nice. a big, huge legal case. And um, had some people tell me, there's no male paralegals. You might want to do that, especially with as much schooling as you have. Go over there, get your paralegal degree. And yeah. they even paid for it for right, a big chunk right, of it. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the great thing about that is I learned how to write. Yes. I mm. learned how to write. And uh, structure an argument. Yeah, that was real good. And this was from a guy that <laughs> I was a word processor guy. Uh-huh. And there was one time my wife was like, "Do this report. Use a computer. Use a computer." And I'm typing, and I'm like, "Why are my words going off the edge of the screen? Why can I not see?" What- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this, it was so horrible. I'm almost embarrassed by it. But uh, <laughs> but no. So I did that. I was a paralegal for a while with BP and the, yeah. working for Nana for Bruce yeah. Toy on a couple of big. Uh, cases and uh thing i found is i didn't like lawyers but i did like engineers and really what i did as a paralegal was more project management type of thing like hey we've got this case going we're this many days out we need you to figure out you know kind of schedule out what we've got to do to get into this case and i kind of got more into that and i had a construction background and i knew how to read drawings from construction and uh worked my way kind of into that and yeah um you know, finally finished up an undergraduate degree and did a master's degree in project management yep. and had done construction stuff forever. I mean, that's where we first yeah, met yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was d- work, working up on the slope yeah, doing, yep. doing jobs up there. Yeah. You know, and just, you and know. I, I have something about that, that when you're done that we need to get back to. <laughs> okay. Well, it's probably write it down so you don't, for, don't forget. <laughs> oh, no, I won't But, you know, it's it. just, you know, you get into that and you're not, like I said, you never finish anything. You start. You never yep, start anything. That's right. Finish. Not and tangible. That sense of accomplishment yep. kind of gets lost. It does. Mm. It and does. I think that's what a lot of people lose nowadays. Is I'm a big um, Jordan Peterson fan. I don't yes, know if anybody Jordan you guys know him. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not a. I don't, yeah. I'm not a blind disciple. You gotta look cool. Yeah. He, but the guy says some some facts. He yeah. just spits facts. And a lot of people are lost nowadays just yep. because. They think, and I Instagram a lot. My kids make fun of me. I'm the hashtag dad, you know, type yeah, of thing. Right. It's either that or I'm a dad hole is what they call me. <laughs> oh, that's pretty but, funny. But, but uh, yeah, my kids Double have a million hole. of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, they're, they're both very smart. But, uh, you know, you kind of lose that. And, and yeah. you lose that sense of actually generating something. I'm a huge believer in vocational education. Yes. I mean, as far as. Don't go spend $80,000 to get a liberal arts degree or do this. Go spend, you know, 
it's expensive. Liberal edu- or uh, vocational education expensive, but go be a carpenter. Go yeah. be an electrician. Learn, learn, a craft, learn a craft. Learn a there's craft. There's such a lack mm-hmm. of that. My brother's yeah. a plumber, and he's like, there's no, there's, there's no, no young plumbers. plumbers. Yeah. He's the youngest plumber. And they he's can about charge to be whatever yeah. they want. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, if you want to go do something, go yeah. be a plumber. Go be a carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's electrician. How it is in the auto body yeah. collision world, dude. Yeah. There's the best of the best are like 38 to 60. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no, there's nobody that's like, oh, 27 and just a rock star. Like, yeah. they don't, don't know do it yet. Shit. You can't all be YouTube yeah. stars, yeah, yeah, yeah. kids. Yeah, Hello. yeah. yeah. Like, you can't all be YouTubers. You need to turn and around, very, swing a hammer, spread mud, learn a craft. Yeah. You can you get know? an easy start here with the King Career Center too. Oh yeah, so it's oh, like, man. Take and take the job I had that when I was going to high school. Yeah, I mean, totally. I originally wanted to be an architect, and I went to, you know, that's what I thought I wanted to do, and I took drafting. <laughs> and I'm going to throw him under the bus. But thanks a lot, Mr. Rios, because yeah. he told me, you cannot you. draw. <laughs> you and can't draw a straight now. line with a ruler. You need to find something else to do. Right. You know, so I was like, oh, I'll be a teacher. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. no, he was great, great teacher. And, you know, but he would very honest, very honest yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, those are the best teachers. Yeah. Just he, tell he the truth. Yeah, Listen, yeah, this, like, isn't this, this isn't for you, buddy. This isn't for you, man. Yeah. But no, and I think a lot of people just, the, the, for some reason, that's not viewed as a profession. Yeah, it's not viewed as something that it's not. There's no glory. There's no they, glory in it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know who you're gonna when your car's not running. Who you're gonna go see when you're yeah. you know you yeah. have a water leak? Who you're gonna call? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. You know? There's no glory, man. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. I mean, that's the. I didn't mean you were. You said yeah. It's, oh yeah. Say, so but, we'll jump into it. So uh, yeah, Aaron, you, you're killing it now. You're up there killing it for uh, Hill Corp. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so how Aaron and I met is really interesting, at least to me and a lot of other people that have been working in a crazy environment. I mean, we're up in Prudhoe Bay working in these, working long days on these oil wells that were drilled in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, Mm. and very few cents. Um, And we're right on the coast. There's salt, salt air blowing. And they, you know, they're not building shit out of stainless steel. So there's a lot of rust, corrosion, stuff like that. Crusty. And, uh, you know, at the time, probably when we met, there's probably 1,900 wells. I think there's like about 1,650. Yeah. Yeah. So it was probably 20, over 2,000. And uh, and our group, the, this wells group that would go maintain wells, would um, you know have to jump from well to well to well to well, and to get into these wells, they have these little boxes built around them, I and mean, they're that that little. How tall is a well house? Like fifteen, twenty, it, well, 20 fifteen feet. to twenty-two. Yeah, fifteen to twenty-two feet tall steel, you know, steel box that's sitting up in the salt in these like super harsh conditions for oh, the worst of the worst forty years. And, you know, they have hinges and all this other stuff. And all this stuff <laughs> breaks, breaks, falls off. And is just, just, to, all just the, falls apart. So all these super badass dudes that are out there, you know, trying to keep the oil production in the at, pipeline. At 80 below. At, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blowing hard. You can't see shit. They don't have, you know, you're, you're, you have the... It, it, it was like uh, Dana's story, you know, where he's double booted up. But, you know, you're double booted up. You're double... You, you have all the crazy thick arctic shit on you know and you're climbing up this ladder you can the wind's blowing sideways you can only see seven eight feet in front of you you know you're dealing with high pressure all this other stressful things and then you go to open this giant wellhouse door on the top to go you know act basically engage in this well uh with whatever type of equipment you had and uh 
And then the fucking hinge breaks and this like 500 pound door like falls down and almost kills your buddy, you know, and it blows off and yeah, push. just crazy shit. And so no one could ever get a, a, a handle on this. We could never get it fixed. There's so many wells. There's too many wells. And they brought in Aaron Sweeney <laughs> <laughs> and his crew was called the hot shot crew. Cause they could fucking fix this shit. So we'd, they'd go out and we'd be like, Hey, we're going to go here. He'd send an inspector to go out there. They'd figure out like, okay, these are the problems that might be out there. And then they'd get that shit fixed before we showed up. And I mean, this is like overnight, like the night I'm about to go to sleep. Oh, we're moving to the next. Well, Hey, we need to go to this thing. And by the next morning we can go back out and do that. And so there's a ton, a ton, a ton of dudes that are anywhere from like 30 to 50 now that just felt so much more comfortable going to work because of this guy. Wow. <laughs> Some behind the scenes. Yeah. He's a bad dude. Like the glory. No, Fixed like a the, lot the, of shitty wells. Right there. There's another thing like the, there's glory there with the guys that knew you, but it's such an intricate, important thing that you were doing but it was kind of like that wasn't in the headlines that wasn't no. anything that they talked about with oil produ production you know that was something that was uniquely special in a craft right like yeah. you guys obviously were dialed yeah well th that's the thing we had is we had i had a couple of great foremen one that had all the energy in the world and then one well, that had done <clears throat> everything and fabricated everything oh yeah so i mean we were doing using visio to do drawing this you know we were field managed projects at the time we were able to you know come up with our own stuff and um you know kind of be our own masters of our own domain or destiny yeah, or whatever destiny, you want to call yeah, it yeah. um no seinfeld references here but uh it's <laughs> <laughs> not dated uh, ourselves yeah, now yeah yeah oh i'm dated <laughs> all right but uh but no we had a good crew and man these guys would come up with hey i'm gonna shave off 500 bucks off doing this and the fact that we were doing it 200 dimes you yeah. know that's a million bucks yeah or not that's a hundred thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean that, i would tell these guys we're not going to save a million dollars all at once we're going to save a hundred dollars ten thousand times yeah. and these guys took it as a challenge i mean it, it, really all i did was you know, i always joke when i come in and take over a new team is i played football you know I was not, I was a lineman. Yeah. I blocked. Mm -hmm. I wasn't yeah. allowed to touch the ball unless shit really went <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all I did was fall. I, just, I, falled off. I fell on the ball. That's yeah. what, don't try pick it up. Don't try doing anything. Truth will love that. But, uh, but don't, don't try doing anything. Just fall on it. You don't score touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That's not what you do. And that's, I had a very good team of guys. Yeah. You know, they, they educated me at the same time I got, I blocked. Yeah. And that's what I did. You know, that what yeah. they did was those guys, they was, it was a couple of foremen in the field with me doing budgets for them, doing schedules for them. And Hey, do we need a drawing? Cause I can do a drawing for you. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can mark some stuff up. You know, I can read a table and a chart and, yeah. you know, intersect across the table and figure out what size of steel we need. I can yeah, do that yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they were, it was good. It was good. That was a, that was that position. It, it was it was a career. What, what did you say the name of the team was? The Hot Shot. The, the Hot Shot crew. The Hot crew. Shot crew. Yeah. They were the w, Well Shelter Integrity. So hot it's shot cool crew. because it had multi facets, you know. And the the part that Aaron's talking about is like you know delivering like a successful project, which he they their team did. Yeah. They, they killed it. But the part that I saw was the human response. You know these these dudes that they all had kids. 
these people, they all had lives outside of the slope and they have to show up in these harsh conditions. And then there's this uncertain, you can deal with pressure. You understand like what's happening with the well and all that, but then you have this uncertainty with the well houses and the other kind of stuff that was yeah. go, going down. And when your team came in and executed all these problems that we were highlighting for so long and that no one else would do, and you guys were doing them fast and before we got there, then people went in there with more reassurance that like they weren't going to get, there wasn't going to be this avalanche mm. that came down mm. on them um, yeah. unexpectedly. And I, I, I saw that part, like kind of the human factor. And that's the part that like I was, I, I really appreciate well, it. And, it. and it's small stuff. So I was out at, I think it was Mike S pad and there was an operator out there and I don't know if he should have been doing what he was doing at the time, but he was trying to get one line off another by banging in some some dunnage uh, between the lines because yeah, they yeah, were rubbing. Yeah. Yeah, dunnage? Yeah. Dun uh, just wood, four by fours. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, type of thing. Just type of thing. Dunnage? I never heard Yeah, and he was word. trying to bang him, bang him in, and I went over there. Dunnage or what? And I was there. Yeah, I like that <laughs> word. Dunnage? Yeah. Dunnage is a good term. We use a cidery a lot. Dunnage is like. Tanks. Yeah. Dunnage is how I felt Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of dunnage right under your pillow. Yeah, so he dun, was over there. Dunzomatic followed by dunnage. <laughs> yeah, dundada. We're gonna turn that. It's gonna be like dundeely. Yeah. Got hashtag you know? dunnage. We got a new term. <laughs> hashtag dunnage. Yeah, hashtag dunnage. But he was over there trying to bang in some 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 dunnage. Some I dunnage. Yeah. Trying to bang some yeah, dunnage. <laughs> Drop in fancy words where you don't need them. It's not a snig. It's not a. It's not a sniglet. I swear. But, uh, yeah. but he was trying to bang in it, and I went over there and I helped him do it. Yeah. And I, the one number one thing about that project at the time was really getting people to believe that we meant it. We yeah, were going to yeah, actually yeah. fix stuff because there were some people that really got hurt. From yeah, some of the things for associated sure. with it. I mean, 822. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's a big no-no up there, getting hurt, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't yeah. get hurt not on good, projects. Not good. Yeah. So going and doing that, and I would go to all these meetings. A lot of it was road showing. A lot of it was presentations. And that was where the paralegal, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, the right. writing and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So going over there and doing those. And I was at a meeting, with the, with the West Side Operators meeting. Where they're not, they don't really, they don't really, a hard situation. Yeah, they don't really believe a lot of what they're told at the time. And I go in there and I start talking about what we're doing. And that guy stood up and said, Hey, you know what? He was out at my pad two days ago helping me bang it. Dunnage. Bang it. Yeah, bang it. And that got a lot of street cred. Yeah, hell yeah. Just going and doing what's right. I mean, going and, you know, you know, maybe it was showing up right. Showing up right. Maybe it wasn't, we weren't doing the right thing. I, mm. you know, that's debatable, but doing the right thing by helping a person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's, you know, we kind of went around. That's the Alaska way, man. Yeah. yeah. Help yeah. somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of what, that's kind of the way I was brought up. That's how I was raised. You know, remember how you make somebody feel. Yeah. They're going to remember that a lot more about how good you were actually at your job. Yeah. How you make them feel is going to be important. But, you know, we, we started doing that, and it's been good. I mean, it, it, I was a contractor at the time, and it, it helped me out a lot. I, mean, I was supposed to go to the slope for a year is what my wife said. She was like, yeah, I can do anything for a year. I'm going to pick it up for a year. 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been on a rotation. Yeah. Pretty much since. Ever since then. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But, no, it's good, and, and it's, yeah, it was good. I've yeah, always been you know, a firm believer in – 
when you're working in an environment or a place where your work or your result of your work affects someone else's ability to do a job, that they're like a customer. Yes. I use this in the auto body world. Like when an auto body collision technician repairs a dent and the quality of that repair translates over to the painter who has to now paint that area that was repaired. So I, my, as a lead position or a, a, a role where, you know, you're always looking for opportunities to better the situation or, you know, always look to put a foot forward is that I always say, treat the next guy like he's your customer. Give him a product he can work with. Yeah. And the next guy, everyone is a customer. Yeah. My wife is a customer. I mean, if you don't treat your wife right, if you don't treat your kids right, they ain't going to treat you right. Exactly. And that's, you know, I don't mean it. I don't mean it to sound that transactional, but no, it really is. It is. I mean, let like, if you were the guy receiving the next, if you're Jack getting ready to go do the service work on that well, you just did him such a service to provide him a mm-hmm. safe working environment where he can confidently work with his team to do his job so that the next guy coming in behind him can now do their job. Yep. Yep. You're just giving that guy that the best opportunity to win to be successful. Yep. Yep. It's a huge it's a huge dynamic. And uh, with that, I wanted to uh, – yeah, yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> um, I want to uh, – we talk about customers. We talk about service. Uh, the Treehouse AK, uh, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Uh, be sure to ask the bud tender about the deal of the day because, guys, honestly, there's always good, something good on deck. This is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com. Always remember you must be 21 years of age to enter the store, and uh, go check out Treehouse. Yep, and yeah. uh, we just signed another sponsor really quick. I know it's just gold, but I'm just going to give a quick shout-out to AKO Farms. I dig that, it. Yeah. That, that you can yeah. find at the Treehouse, and this is another um, another lifetime Alaskan um, mm-hmm. out of Sitka who they they love the podcast, and all their products are in, in Anchorage and Fairbanks and Wasilla and all over the place, and AKO Farms is, you know, doing their thing and they signed up for another sponsorship. So shout out to them really quick too. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, something dawned on me, you know, uh, our manager, Rena, she's just absolute Come badass on. rock star. You know what? I'm just going to call is. it out. She, she, she was texting me and setting us all up. She's, Oh yeah. She's committed to this. Yeah. And, uh, she's, she's, you know what? Behind the scenes, are a lot of people that don't know what's going on with the preparation of all, all this that goes into this podcast. We couldn't do it without her. She's no. been absolute rock star for us. I I love her. Um, uh, where was I going with that? With AKO. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, it dawned on me. She sent us a text, a group text. Um, Can I get one of those? Sorry. Oh, for real? Go Are ahead. You into that. Um, what what dawned on me when I when I when she sent us a group text today, and she's like, "Hey, man, they signed up," and I'm like, "You know what?" it's really setting off like the marijuana industry 
is obviously it's legalized been years ago. There's stores and dispensaries and all this stuff thrown up all over town. But the fact that they want to get in on this really like it makes me feel really good. Like they, they're not scared, man. Get your name out there. Yep. All right. Marijuana is not scary. Marijuana is okay. It's it's illegal. It's it's legal in Alaska. It, there's CBD. There's flour. There's so many different ways to enjoy it, to reap the benefits of it. And it makes me proud to be on the forefront of of promoting it. Yeah. You know, I, I, it might sound corny, but I mean, it, it, to me, it means Well, a I lot. think there's a big I, stigma I, there that, that needs... That's what I'm getting at, Daniel, is like, let's be one of the guys that break that stigma. Yeah. Okay? It's okay, everybody. We all smoke weed. We all enjoy marijuana. It's been, we've been doing it forever. Yeah. Some of the boys that can on the slope and all that, we understand that. But a lot of us are, we got families, we got kids, we got businesses. Yeah. That doesn't slow us down. We're not, I think the visual um, portrayed like scene of that is, is not true. At least not up here because you got a lot of people that are very successful in a lot of things. And guess what? They're going to the treehouse. Yeah. They're getting AKO farms. And, you know, it's a stigma that we grew up with and our parents grew up with, but our kids probably are not going to grow up with, which is kind of positive. Yeah. Um, because no, there's is. a lot of benefits. Yeah. Because my grandparents are always like, oh, it's the devils. And, and it's like, I just want to, you know, we've been, we've been promoting it. The Treehouse AK, love the boys over there, the, the guys and the gals over there. Josh, he's our boy. And we've been doing it like PC. And I'm thinking like, I'm just trying to be raw and real about this. I, I, there's no sense in holding back. It is, it is in, it is now becoming entrenched in our culture in Alaska. Yeah, it's here, everybody. So, I and just it's want, actually I want to on give it my gear. Love. It's actually on my gear list of things that I bring on a sheep hunt because it's something that's going to settle me down at night. It's going to help me go hey, to sleep. Hey, it's going to help me recover. What about that vape on when it's windy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, little you know? things like that. I yeah. mean. Yeah, it's okay to drink around your kids, you know. It's okay to do what you are going to do. Yeah, be an adult and be responsible. Be responsible, exactly. Obviously, there's limits and there's things that you need to do and be careful. But I'm not really sure where I was. Like, I just kind of went off on a tangent on that. I'm just good. I'm kind of over tiptoeing with it. I just I'm I support it. I'm with it. It's part of my lifestyle. It's part of the culture in Alaska that I live. It is a part of culture. You know, and and like, you know, Aaron and the Slope Boys, they can't get down on that. And you know what? I know when they retire and go do their own thing and start living their lives outside of that realm of what they do, I know a lot of them are going to get back to doing what they did when they was a kid or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, Just and, and, raw, we, and we want to be authentic it, in everything we do, and yeah. and none of these sponsors yeah. that we bring on, these are people that we actually support them, and and we and we yeah. use their products, and yeah. and we're just going to be honest with that. And and speaking on that, one more one more sponsor that signed up is the Bait Check AK, uh, the Bait Check Dustin Slinker. Dustin, man, listen, if you don't have time to go out of town, they are killing them right now downtown, dude. Ship Creek is oh, popping, king dude. after yeah. king after king go, right now. Go to, the, uh, go to the I, Bait Check on Instagram. That was, that was one of my favorite podcasts. You guys did Heather's choice, and then Adam, and then his, and Dustin. Yeah, yeah Dustin. Dustin's was, a cheese. That, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Oh man, I haven't yeah. listened to the mountain climber guy yet. I just haven't. Oh had Dana. Chance. Yeah, Dana. Oh, yeah. Dana. oh that one's a really good one too, but man. That, but the one with him, he. I didn't realize he did that much stuff for yeah, the local tons. community. I mean, tons. Jesus, the fishing community in Anchorage would be 
dead. Yeah. Oh, if it is. wasn't for Dustin, that would have yeah. died, and we would just be driving over the Ship Creek Bridge, looking down at nobody. Yeah, doing. I mean, yeah, there'd be some locals catching fish and everything, but yeah. he's bringing something to the culture of Anchorage. Yep. With oh, that. yeah, and really it's quick, really just a shout ass. out for him on June nineteenth. I know it's Dude's Day that day, and we're not, we actually can't participate in in his event down at the Bait Shack. But that's the Kids Day. Yeah. That is the day that oh, you can bring your kids. Right. Yeah, dude, you can bring your kid down. They have a section of the river from the bridge up until um the little yeah, blocked the off little block off for only. kids only yep. free. You do not need anything. He's supplying rods, the rods, reels, the reels, bait. the bait, yep. everything. Right. They'll clean it. They'll package it. They just want to have kids enjoy. There's hot dogs, potato thing. chips, sodas. I mean, Listen. just if you're a parent, you don't got nothing going on that day. Bring your kid down. Yeah, stop by Tuesday. Stop by Tuesday. Yeah. Cheaper than Dave and Buster's. Yeah, go get that right yeah. here. And way cooler man. for Alaskans. Get yeah. out of the yeah. house. Yeah. yeah, and it's right there. There's, I mean, there's, there's no excuse. It's right there. You don't got to ride out to Seward or Russian yeah. River or whatever. Yeah. And he's going to provide everything. Fishing. He's got food trucks that are bringing free things. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a really amazing time. And speaking of that, we do plan on doing a uh, live podcast from the Bait Shack. I think we're going to go live with 16. Dude's Day. Is it the 16th that we got it scheduled? Yeah, yeah the Wednesday. From the Bait Shack. And yeah, that's that's when the Slam and Salmon's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't checked that out uh, or from Anchorage, I mean, it's popping down there, dude. He's oh, got yeah. it really he, nice. He built the deck. He wants me to put a hot dog stand down there. It's it's He's oh, building yeah. uh, an entire community of fishing in Anchorage, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. Posting Cromers on the daily out there. Yeah, check them Dads out. Dads and moms and, and kids and, you know, just it's a beautiful thing, man. I Cr- Cromer? Cromers. Cromers. Fresh King. Chrome, fresh chrome fish. Chromers. Fresh, okay, fresh okay. frame. Chromers, they haven't yeah. turned colors. Turn, you know, they got yeah. the sea lice. Chromers. You just lick that sea lice off, you know. But is he doing dunnage? Dunnage. Yeah, dunnage and cromage. You know, he's catching so many fish they need dunnage. He's pulling in some dunnage. That is the thing. Laying some dunnage. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. That's great. And we got some other sponsors coming up. We're not going to shout them all the way out yet because um, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. And if you want to have, if you got something cool going on, I mean, you support us. We support you. Check us out. Check us out. Jack, did we get to the trivia yet? No. I okay. think it's a good time I got for that. trivia. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. Let's uh, Let get it. Let it rip, tater chip. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right, what's up? Let's start it off with uh, something appropriate for Aaron and I's previous. Well, my previous life, Aaron's soon to be. Well, how many more years you got? Oh, I'm. I don't know. Yeah, let's just keep Depends it secret. On how, five to seven. He says, right. "Hey, five honey, honey, one more year." <laughs> no, I think honey's like this is your last year. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, as a you know Alaskan, I I, lo- I love our uh, protection of our environment. But uh, I do believe in Prudhoe Bay. I mean, it funded what we have here oh, and uh, life's, yeah. uh, the life we've had. And uh, the, hopefully, you know, give our kids some a good Alaska life. And Keep then, you know, we got to find some pumping oil. It's the future of Alaska oil is a lot better now yeah. than it was a year ago. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that feels, yeah. That yeah, feels yeah, good. Being it is. I agree. Uh, now we do something, need something after a while. So uh, double shovels yeah. doing their part. It's well, a I tiny, think that's part of tourism. Part, but who else is going to do that? Mm, so mm-hmm. all you entrepreneurs out there, get your shit rolling. But uh, before, <laughs> hell yeah. So you know, Prudhoe Bay is pretty important. What year was the Discovery Well drilled? Ooh, 
Hold on now. You can't well, answer. You work s- up there. You're yeah. last answer. You go oh, last. Let, let me let me get it way There's wrong. There's no going over. It's just whoever's <laughs> closer on this one. No Price is Right. <laughs> yeah, it's always Price is Right. It's we called Jack Pru- Barker over here. Prudhoe oh, yeah. State One is the stage name. one or State One. State One. Prudhoe Bay. Is that State so? One. You're talking the first drill. Yeah, mm. the first discovery well. When oh, they, the first they looked at the logs that they ran, and they said, oh, shit, there's that's, a whale That's here. the one in front of uh, by PBOC, right? Let me hold my Dave Moore. Yeah. You've seen a sign a few times. <laughs> you walk by that. I've got it one or two years. Visualize the yeah. comb over. Yeah. He struts in the room. 1968. Mm. My guess. That's uh, pretty good. I was thinking 1961. Okay. For yeah. some reason, 67 is sticking uh, in my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. 67, right. yeah. 68, 61. Yeah. Uh, you are so close, Daniel, because uh, it was drilled in December 26, 1967. Oh, oh right man. there. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice work, Aaron. Yeah. 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 I thought it would be earlier just because, like, everybody thought it would be, like, late 60s, early 70s, but there was, like, this, you know, they did it, like, way early, like a decade earlier. There's somebody that punched yeah. one. One thing about the slope, too, is hopefully everybody understands it is subsurface geographical, the slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Subsurface geographical. So the slope is 200, 400 miles of nothing but flat. Yep. There's the only trees up there. Actually, I've seen one tree. Where? um, By U4 building. There's a, it's more of a shrub than a tree. Uh, Okay. But over by U4 behind MCC. So um, now, did someone plant that? I have no idea. How <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, maybe yeah. use that as a restroom at one yeah. point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> someone just like came out or something. Yeah. You know? Someone dropped a seed there. Yeah. But most of it is it's really uh, someone it is did flat for four hundred miles. I mean, yeah. it, a lot of people don't understand. There is beauty in that. Yeah. I mean, the isolation and the desolation's a wrong word because it hasn't yeah. been desolated. It's just there's not a lot. There's there. nothing, man. Like I mean, it's, it's, it's mosquito, flat as hell. mosquitoes and it's terrible. isolation. Like uh, you know, yeah. When I mean, you picture being isolated, it is that. It is you feel like you're in North Dakota. It's yeah. not Alaska. No. Some of the coolest I mean, I've driven on the Arctic Ocean. That was one yeah, of the coolest yeah, yeah, things yeah. I've done going out to North Star yep, and North just Star. being I mean, if you get twenty feet in the air, you can see forever. Yep. I mean, mm. it's just it's like being on the water. Yeah. So the nearest thing is the brooks. Yeah. 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 So like it. about pump yeah. station three is where you start getting some. Some yeah, little cr- change hills. in the geography. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, we should get into um an entire slope thing. Now that I got me thinking about. Oh, it. you get me going all day on that. Yeah, we should think no, about something because a lot of people in. don't know the, how it all really goes yeah. down, dude. So yeah. it's really they, the, the reason state they, they live in. You know? They could really <laughs> isolate the oil. Is it was the geographic formation was a lot like Iran. It was a trap. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot like Iran. That's how in Iraq. That's how they figured it out. I yep. mean. It, that's how they, the guy that picked all the oil lands for the state of Alaska. Oh yeah, what yeah. was that geologist's name? But I've had uh, to, my, some some Miller. That would have been a good. Ge- uh, my dad has question. made me at Patron Club as a little kid <clears throat> go up and say thank you yeah. to that guy. Yeah, it's Miller or something. Uh, man, like that. I forget Jack his Miller name, but Steve he Miller? flew up there right and it was like, oh, I see what's happening here. You can you can see you know the shelf, what's happening there yeah. with the with the slope, and it was like. Uh, we need to reserve these lands for the state. Yeah, he just knew that that. Who all, was the name the, on that? We gotta look it up. Yeah, Miller. but all the geography. Next, next trivia. Trivia question. Next trivia. All the geography he used was Iran. Yeah. The, the the oil the oil field it's of a Iran. Similar trap. Yeah. Yep. Massive trap. Yep. 
All right. So we diverge. I'm sorry. So uh, I have oh, we, we I have so many cool stories about the about the slope. There you go. You got your first oh, guess. Man. That might have to be a two or three part series. Yeah. I'd like to really get in mm. like some different people from yeah. different walks of what how, well, how I've, go I've got two grandfathers that were pioneer truckers. Oh yeah. We're the ones hauling pipe. You know, those trucks get stuck dunnage. in the mud and dunnage. Aaron <laughs> can't have a pipe without dunnage. dunnage. I mean it was it was uh how do you spell dunnage? D-U-N-N-A-G-E. Yeah. Just That's a real sounds. word? Oh, hell yeah, it is. You use it to support if you're hey, going to fall. If something's so going to fall. So is like you're lifting tanks at the cidery, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. you're tilting dunnage. them. You, yeah. you put dunnage so under them. So then if you lose if you lose your tension, if your cable falls, if something fails. Oh, so there's actually a technical. Yeah. yeah. Dunnage is oh. very important. Loose wood matting or similar material used to keep a cargo in position in a ship's hold. Oh, but there's another word for that. What do you call when you like just... Secure. Wood. A wedge? <laughs> no, no, not a wedge. There's another word. Um, Secure? No, no, no. They're the little, they sell little strips and they call it something. Where are you going to oh, just... Oh, no, uh, that's... Um, shit. Trivia. Um, a wedge. No, it's not a wedge. It's something. It's, it's, it is a wedge. A block? No, like, no, you, you no. Know, like they sell door, little, little uh, tiny pieces of wood. You know, I always thought they'd be good fire solders, but they use it to like oh, wedge something up. A chalk. No, it looks like a chalk. But if you're gonna frame a door, and oh, a shim. a shim, a shim, shim, shim. Yeah, shim. yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say dunnage is a shim. No, no. this is mm-hmm. like if it falls. Okay, like, so maybe a miniature it. dunnage. Is a shim? Mm, no, no? am I off? Okay. Yeah, shim. I don't is know. Just I'm like, not. I'm not that like guy. Like this table in our studio won't quite sit right, so I cut some cardboard, slipped it under the table, and, and, shim. and, and shim. I shim. That's a shim. It. Yeah. That is. I did not dunnage it. <laughs> so, podcast so, just fell okay. asleep. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah they sorry, did. guys. We went. We <laughs> went right. full uh, slope on. We're going right. to the next. Right, but hey, we should get down on that pipeline thing because there's a sick ass, amazing history of it that a lot of people don't know yep. shit about. Yeah. You we'll, know get that, we'll get to that in the winter. Super so. good too. I, and I'd highly recommend. I took two classes from him at UAA, and I'm trying to remember his name. He's a professor of history over there. But Dave he wrote Moore. A, no, it's like O'Reilly. <laughs> It's O'Reilly. No, he wrote several, several books on um, World War, how the World War came into uh, oh, World the, War II. Oh, nice! Yep. And then like civil rights and all that stuff. I think his name, God, his something O'Reilly. Okay. He would be awesome to get. Or Haycox, Stephen Haycox yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. gosh, I mean, okay. they, you, they'll geek out on Alaska on you all day. But yeah, I, took, yeah, I, cool. I had to take classes from several of them. That's that'd be a great. That's guess. money, huh? Idea. All right. Oh yeah. Trivia oh, yeah. number right. two. Bring it. No. All right. What was the first day production from the North Slope started? So we drilled the wells in 1968, 67. So when when did the first production start? I'm going to say 76. Son of a bitch, I was going to say the same thing. You know, stuff takes time. I, I'm going to go with 76 Yeah. for me. What was the first drill? What year was it again? Six, 68 was the discovery. The discovery. Well. 1978. No, 10 years before later. you answer that, is the Discovery Well still producing? No, 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 it never. Pro- I don't think there's oh, never, well. produced. No, never produced. It never produced. No, oh, it's yeah. it's like it right and it's in a parking lot of one of the camps or CTC. Is there like a flag or something? Yeah, there's a it, there's a well there with the big bullards around it. There's yeah, another gotcha. one for you. Yeah. No it, dunnage. It's like bullets. a monument. No yeah. dunnage. Yeah. So they were like, is yep, it shimmed? Oil. Is it shimmed? So I think I think they drilled <laughs> it and probably and abandoned it, it on yeah, site, yeah, right? Yeah. So they would. Okay. So when they do this thing, they, there's like three steps. They drill the well for you know if you're doing exploration and you 
you core it and you get your logs out, but then you don't know if you're going to come back. So while the rig's there, you pump your cement and you get all the isolation from the reservoir and you leave it, you know, basically how it was like you put cement where the rock was, yeah. nothing's leaked surface, mm. blah, blah, blah. And then when you find the well, find the oil, then you go kind of pick different spots that you want to punch other holes in. Like what's then, the dis- distance between those? Lots of miles, miles, yeah. miles, and miles between. Lots of miles. Okay, mm. yeah. So Do they go how, like how in a circumference? Is, or is like ninety miles wide. Is that yeah, right? something like oh, that. I actually damn. just sat through a little presentation a on it from yeah. the reservoir. That's just a guess. So if you catch, so if you catch, if you, Prudhoe so Bay is huge though. Like most yeah. oil fields are small. Yeah, this is the biggest oil field in North America's history, right? Even One bigger than anything in Canada. Yeah, way, is it way oh, in comparison really? worldwide? Like where does it sit? As oh, far I mean, as Saudi Arabia number ten or something, yeah, it's it's huge. Top but, I mean, ten, yeah. it, it's a it's a diminishing oil field. I mean, the, the and the other thing that's got is a ton of gas, which yeah. has not been mm. capitalized. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're right. they're reinjecting the gas to keep the oil pressure right. reservoir up. And if and they then didn't also do water, that, seawater, they reinject seawater too. If they did, um. so if it was a oil field in lower forty eight, we would have been at an oil 25, 30 years ago. But since we reinject the gas, it keeps the pressure up. Which allows us to pull the oil out from yeah. the bottom of the reservoir. Yeah, oh, so it, it's re- it. it's like a love hate thing. It's yeah. really good that we haven't pulled the gas out yet, yep. but at some point we need to build a gas line. Well, the yeah. big the big limiter yeah. on well, we, we've had some governors yeah. trying to do that. And yeah. what's your guys' opinion on that? Is that like we got to do it? Quick and short, though, not not to get too crazy. Like, just are you in or not? Well, you I mean, keep the pressure up as long as you can. Yeah, yeah, and then you build a gas line. Yeah. so that you know it's nice to start pushing stuff ten years ahead. Yeah, the problem nice. with the problem with Prudo is, and I'm going to go on another dunnage thing. <laughs> the problem with Prudo is not Prudo; it's because it's economical, way past the end of its life. It's the Trans Alaska Pipeline. Yeah. Once you get down to two hundred thousand barrels a day, you can't run it anymore because the paraffins and the wax and everything starts dropping out of the oil, and it starts clogging it. Right. Oh, so you sludge it. So yeah, two hundred thousand barrels a day. With a forty-eight inch line is about as big as they yeah. can go. Is, is about as low as they can go. So you only pump so like much. A, yeah, you'd have to right. go about a twenty-four inch because the rate gets so slow. Yeah, right. it, it slows cools down. Off. But just, mm, the factor that we have at our advantage is that there's all these other little discoveries. Yeah. So mm. if they keep putting these little discoveries and the state, the people in Alaska get behind them, like the stuff that's happening over with oil search right now. Yeah, and Conoco. Energy is another one. Yeah. yeah. If we get these small $100,000, uh, $100,000 barrel a day wells online, that they're going to be hot. And they're going to keep Prudhoe going decades longer. Got it. But when, when we... When we make the environment um, such like you raise taxes or whatever it is that people, all these other oil fields aren't, oil companies aren't coming in and exploring and investing the billions of dollars that it takes to to actually develop the fields, then we're not going to have that extra flow in. And then that oil will be trapped. Mm-hmm. Oh, once the pressure's mm-hmm. done, it's just like that's it. You well, can't get well it it's not the pressure. Well, the pressure is the is number it the one dunnage? factor. <laughs> the dunnage is number two factor. Yeah. You don't want any dunnage yeah. in the pipeline. <laughs> it is. It will be dunnaged. It'll yeah, be done. Done. Dunnaged. Yeah. So the pressure. The pressure is important, done. but we're we're reinjecting that. So yeah. it goes to what Aaron's saying. Like, there's a minimum flow rate with the big pipeline we have. 
you know, the, the pipeline had two what up to two million barrels a so day. So it ran at, at about two million. That barrels. That was at its peak. At its peak, it ran at about two million barrels. It probably runs at about a little under five right now. Right. So. And that's and that's from work. everything. That's yeah. from Kapark. That's from Prudhoe Bay. That's from North Star. That's from Indicott. That's yeah. everything. What's mm-hmm. Prudhoe at? Like two seventy five or three hundred right now? Yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. So I mean, from down from yeah. two million, and it's been just wow, damn. Also, like the recovery factors and stuff. Like the Prudhoe Prudhoe Bay is a gem. The the yeah. people that have come in and worked on Prudhoe Bay, the whole team, everyone that's up there, has basically created a longevity that is you know 20 30 years longer than any other fields ever been able to last so it's yeah. a, it's kind of like a little modern miracle what's happening there you would you would geek out on some of the stuff they're doing in the wells group as far as perfin and stuff like that you would so geek cool. out you would lose it. Yeah, yeah. and and that's the direct correlation to the pfd yep to oh, paying man. for your family yeah. paying for your christmas oh, paying man. for your hawaii so paying if, for if, my kids college hopefully it, yeah you can if be boiling away want. they could tax everybody at a hundred percent of their income which there wouldn't be many left people left making money. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't come close to covering yeah. the state government. Yeah, wouldn't even wouldn't even put a dent in it. I think oh, oil taxes is over ninety percent right now. What discretionary spending? Right, discretionary. Yeah, discretionary. How do you run a business on a ninety percent tax rate? That's well, insane. no, that's no, where ninety no. percent of the discretionary spending for the state, the state of, Alaska of Alaska comes, comes from, from oil. Oh, I got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. As gotcha. far as the total budget, it's about fifty percent comes yeah. from oil. Yeah. So, Which right. is still right. a shit ton. Yeah. Oh, like without it, we're done. Yeah, like dunnage. Yeah, we're, yeah. 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 We're playing that out, but that is officially dunnage. If there's no oil, this state. Yeah, can't and it's it's sustain. done so responsibly now. So my dad, when he retired from state of uh, from the EPA, worked for the Muni for a little while, and then he went to work for Alieska right after the oil spill. Mm. Major screw up, terrible, mm. horrible thing that happened. Tons of problems with it. If you want a good summary of it, listen to American Scandal podcast. That's got a great, oh, really? su- great, oh, okay. great summary. Of the it's a little left leaning, but it's done very well. Uh-huh. If you the, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of yeah. accuracy to oh, it. Oh yeah, there's a lot okay. of accuracy. It's very, it's done very well. Yeah. So they hired my dad after that, and he came in, and they had Russians come to Pump Station One, which is at the very top of the, mm-hmm. it's the first right. pump station. Yeah, right off the coast, right? Uh, well, I mean it's. What forty miles yeah. in something oh, yeah. like that? Yeah. I'd so say that's just, pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's pretty close. Um, so they had people from the Russian. I can't remember though. I don't know if it's Rosneft or whatever. But they came over and they were like, "Hey, okay, we we know you've shown us the pump station." My accent's going to be horrible here. Oh, you're going to go Russian? Oh, I'm oh, going to go Russian. Yes. I'm going to do it. Adam, you Klitschko. Where is all the donage? My no. wife will like no. that. She's <laughs> Russian. <laughs> no, but they asked him. Okay, we know what you've shown the reporters. You've shown us the oil field, your pump station. Where's the real one? Because there's no oil leaking out all over the yeah, place yeah, yeah. here. Show us the right, real right. pump station. And they take it seriously. There are some mess ups up there that have happened, no doubt about it. You know, it's it's happened and there's been some irresponsible things done. But largely, yep. it's in everybody's self-interest to do it responsibly and do it environmentally sensitive as you yep. can do. Yep. Oh, yeah, and no the doubt. biggest mess up that I was around was the 2006 pipeline. Spread. Oh, God. Yeah. And what's crazy about that. So, there, you know, it's front page of newspaper. I'm two years into my career at BP and, you know, I'm an Alaska guy that is partially working for BP because I want to maintain our environment, like can conserve it. And you're like, okay, where are the leaks at? 
and they're at the caribou crossings. Oh, oh, fuck, caribou dude. don't even use the caribou crossings. They go under the pipeline to get out of the wind and stuff, but they, you know, so, this, expo- so but- this is where we like people get too smart when they're like, okay, well, you know, we really need to take care of the, we, we really need to set it up for the migration. And to do that, you can't have pipelines above the ground at 10 feet in the no. air. The caribou won't go under them. We need to put the pipeline under the ground. And that's the one place they couldn't inspect and the one place that water sits. So mm. the caribou crossings actually caused all the yeah. leaks Got that it. were in the paper. And, you know, luckily we got, we managed it well and it didn't really harm the environment in a, you know, catastrophic. catastrophic what year was yeah. this? You said two thousand six. But yeah. I mean, all the leaks were at Caribou Crossing. Yeah. yeah. So the trans, most of the maintenance on the Trans Alaska Pipeline is created by the fact that they created the maintenance, buried it. Yep. Mainline refrigeration units, several of them, where they come in and freeze the ground and they use thermosiphons to keep it from thawing and yep. such. Most of that is most of the maintenance on the Trans Alaska Pipeline is created by the need to satisfy some environment. We're going to get murdered for this, I'm sure. But, 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 well, to, but to, be. you, you, you need, you need, you need both sides. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. I I can sit on oh, both they've sides. Done some d- some but, dumb stuff. but, but some of the things that have happened that have caused big problems have be, been because we, whoever was designing it had to change their design because of, an opinion or group versus like actual engineering mm. and like, okay, how do we preserve this in the best way we can and build our stuff the best way we can. And instead of doing that, they had to kind of bend their design yeah. and okay. that that's unfortunate. And, and the good part is people learn from those things. Yeah. So we definitely need the strong groups that are very um, environmentally yes, cautious mm-hmm. and you need the gung ho people and we're gonna meet in the middle. Just you just don't change your engineering design based on that. Yeah. Yeah. It just needs a little more thinking, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, look at what it, what was it, the the Denali earthquake? Was it that pi- the pipeline did exactly what it was designed? Yeah, right. To do. It shifted the road. Ran shifted, on the rails. And I mean, a lot of people don't know. Fun fact, put the, put this as a thing. The pipeline actually grows a mile every summer. Not every every summer or every year. Yeah. It grows that same mile Which is because heat. of thermal expansion. Yep. It'll grow a okay. mile longer because metal expands yep. and it's 800 mm. miles long. That's that's such an amazing task that they just engineered that yep. entire yeah. thing for future That's why movement. it zigzags, too. Yeah. It zigzags as thermal expansion. Those are expansion loops. Yeah. Yep. So when it grows, yep. it doesn't. Who's the yeah. like the godfather of that idea? Do we have an name? Oh, jeez. I don't know who that is. Is it a team? Is it like a, a I group of I, I couldn't tell you men that. and women? I couldn't or? tell you either. I mean, but the best example is the photo that, that there's a photo from the earthquake that Aaron's talking about. And it's a photo of the Richardson Highway. It's really close to the Golcana. Yeah. And um, so we have the shake. And what year it was wasn't this? even that big. No, it was a seven nine or something was like that. It, it that was big? it was centered on the Denali Fault or something right. like that. Is this the one that rattled up Mentasta? It, it wasn't yeah, yeah, two or three was. years okay, ago. Yeah, Mentasta like got five ripped years. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the road shifts. The road shifts at this one spot on the okay. Richardson by you know right on the fault, and I don't know five feet on either side, six feet. Yeah. I mean, you can see it. You know, it's yeah. a, a great photo. The pipeline's right next to it, and it's fine. And you see where it's pivoted on the rails. So they had put the rails in for the seismic activity. Yeah, with like Teflon, you know, right. slides. And so it slides, the pipeline, 
just adjust to the earthquake, yeah. but the road shifted. And so if you didn't have those type of that type of thinking, that type of forethought on the seismic, God, I mean, so the pipeline are ruptured right there, but it would have ruptured a million times before yeah. that. But I mean, millions a little much, but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it was really it's cool to look at. You're like, fuck yeah. These are like the people that were working on yeah. this 70 year, you know, whatever. And if you're listening, we're going to pull a picture of this up. We're going to pull yeah. a picture of this yeah. up. So if you're listening, just take a pause real quick. Go to our YouTube, go to Min at uh 206 two two hours and six minutes mm -hmm. pull it up we're going to show a picture of the road next to the thing we're going to find it and put it oh, actually yeah. can you pull it up sure can you try sure. to find it real quick yeah, I can. i'm glad i, I got some alaska into this because i was a little worried i wasn't <laughs> your guys's normal thing as far as going out and i mean i do my camping and i do my oh RV it's not all stuff, about that but i was a little worried that, like no oh my god i'm gonna put these people to sleep with uh, <laughs> talking about woodworking and dunnage no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're dunnaged yeah we might have, yeah. We might have put some people to sleep but yeah. it don't matter listen yeah. we're doing this for us man if these people listen they want to listen if not we're gonna just keep on talking yeah yeah no i mean it's it's that's the thing aaron this isn't just like hunting and fishing podcast yeah like we all love that yeah we're passionate about that what this is about is alaska and everything that's wild about this place yeah and you can't talk about it without the oil and field. what's more wild about some crazy motherfuckers that went out and built a pipeline in 80 below for how long did the yeah. pipeline take to build oh god over a probably, decade probably Five to ten years. Yeah, or it was, it was something like that. And like yeah. I say, my old grandpas that I got that like were old pipeline truckers. Like, what 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 were you thinking that you wanted to go do that? I mean, the money must have been amazing. Obviously, yeah. that was probably the motivator. But well, that's kind of right after like the depression, and it kind of just well, not that far. But the the engineers that the thought that went into, hey man, this thing might have an earthquake. You know, back then yeah. and then now, and then to see it withstand it yeah. and it actually succeed and not come apart. I mean, if you like, want to get a feel for it, like uh, I think it's called Pipeline. Crude Dreams was another one. And then the guy that used to be the mayor of Alaska, I think his name was thinking Jack Frost or something. He was the first, ma not mayor of Alaska, mayor of Anchorage. He was the first mayor of Anchorage and he wrote a book called All American City. That's a good one. Highly Ooh. recommend it. Real fast read. Good question. Good first mayor of Alaska. No, not, not first mayor Alaska, of Anchorage. Of Anchorage, yeah. What think, is it? Let's I look think, it up I real think quick. his name was Jack Frost for some reason. That, that sounds like, no, Jack that, Frost is the guy who reads the new Sagaya commercials. He used to, but I think he took <laughs> it from there. I think his, his, I don't think that's his real name. Maybe that's his dad. Nine and a pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll dive right in for you anymore. Yeah, they'll cut out the heads. Yeah, ship them to your loved ones. No, I, I mean, but what I was saying, Aaron, is just, it, it's not all about that. Like, yeah. fishing and hunting, all that stuff's great, man. But the history of Alaska, oh, yeah. really what we're built on, you know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, the pipeline has been a huge. Oil is everything. We're all here today yeah. because of that, yep. you know? Which, and, which I don't think we ever answered question the trivia question no, yeah what was the first what was the first year oil was produced did we ever answer yeah, that you, you, uh, didn't no, no i don't think you told us the answer i said <laughs> i said 60 i said uh you said 76 you said 78 yeah. i think no, you I think, said you said i said 76 i think it's actually right in the middle i think it's 77 it is 77 77 yeah. right. oh man wow right. yeah Okay, we're going to do one more. One okay. more. And we're going to change the subject on this okay. one a little bit. Okay, I like it. So we played in the salt 
you know, this last weekend. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Alaska has state animals. You know, we have oh, a bird, mm-hmm, an insect mm-hmm. that is a bird, a mammal. And what is the state marine mammal? Otter. Oh, son of a bitch, dude. Really? That's a damn good How are you going to come at me with that? Uh, no, I'm just was, thinking about when I used to go to. I was going to um, say the same thing. You beat me to it. Otter? You're going to say otter? I was going to say otter. It's wrong. You can say otter, too. No, 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 no. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to say... Well, because you said it. I'm not going to say it. Well, it's not right, so don't say that one. Okay. Um, Daniel's out. It was a good guess, though. You know what I I think when you ask these questions? Sea mammal, right? Sea mammal. Sea mammal. Marine mammal. Marine mammal. terminology, I think. Every time you ask these questions, they just remind me of when you used to go eat at that... Remember back in the day, they always used to have the like Alaska no like soup for you. No, no, no. It's like the place mat. They used to be the mat, oh, and it, yeah. and it, and it used to be all that thing. I think you pulled it out. Oh, yep, there we go. There it is. Yep. Oh. All right. Um, what was the old time Alaskan restaurant on Spinard? Gwinnies. Gwinnies. And they always had the map there with the yeah. thing and yeah, it had yeah. all the facts and yeah, all the yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Tallest Mountain. The yeah, the burger. The, uh, this, the state this. Uh, damn. Um, is a oh man that might sound stupid. Is a polar is a is a, a marine mammal? It's a mammal, it's so it's got to be warm blooded. Yeah, it can't have feathers. Seagull. It's got to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> Give life birth. Ah, uh, man, uh, uh, a sea lion. Okay, I said otter. I think it's a humpback whale. Oh damn, you guys! I, I want to say polar bear. That's crazy talk. Well, it could have been. That is a that's a that's good a I mean, I mean, it lives in the sea ice, and it like no, it's more, it's more. A polar bear is a, well, a marine animal. Okay, yeah, for sure. Ah man, but that's not what that. it is. Something with some whack ass seal. All right, let's go for round two because you guys, you were closest. What was it? Okay, what was it? No, wait, you go round round two. Let's oh, round two. Oh, more, more, you were the next. So Brandon was the closest with the polar bear. With the polar bear. Oh, okay. Uh, blue, uh, beluga. That's a good guess, but it's not mm. right. Oh, I think I might know. Go for it. Go. Walrus? No, that's oh. damn close, though. Damn, damn. close. Damn close. Blue goes closer. bitch. I mean, I said a seal on a seal? Well, that's more a pinniped. Is that the same? Does that... Pinniped? Isn't that wow, what it is? Oh, man, you're right. pulling it out. It's hey, a, man, Dave Moore. A bowhead <laughs> whale. Oh, oh. yep. Yeah. Really? So oh, that makes, that makes a lot of sense now. Because that's mammal. the one that the that the folks up north hunt. That's it, the coveted yeah. the yeah. bowhead whale is the oh, coveted speaking whale. Of that, native, whale, native whale hunter. I've been yeah. running into some whale hunters. Oh what? Yeah. Don't and I got one guy that's gonna come by. Yeah, he, he's down there and he's he's a retired whale hunter. Oh um, wow. from Nome? Okay. I want to say no. Is yeah. he like a chief or something? Or yeah, he's just retired. He's he's too old. He can't do it anymore. Chief, I don't know if that's the word. No, no, no. Though no. there's a lead. There's a lead. Yeah, they, hunter that has a yeah. he has a title. Harpooner is what he told me. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, he was uh, like the lead guy on no, the front. The captain so has a name. Okay, I, I'm my bad yeah. if I said. Chief. I'm just saying. There's like look a it lead. up. We have the internet. Yeah, right there's at our a, there's a lead. Okay. Well. So the he, captain, were they yeah, using traditional methods? He was. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, he was. He was. Damn. Yeah. 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 We should have him on. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be really good. Yeah, that's a very um, somewhat controversial. But yeah, what, what some people it, don't I, know is that uh, the Native Alaskans still are allowed to hunt um, their traditional hunting, and they have limited them to whatever is sustainable. 
Um, and, and that happens in Norway and in Russia, the natives that are from those countries, um, even though whaling is illegal in a lot of places, the natives of certain countries that are traditional whalers are still allowed to get whatever they feel is right. And I want to say that they are allowed to um now in, in Nome. in Nome, okay. i want to say it was no yeah. it might have been barrel actually yeah. now that well, i think about it, it yeah i think it's probably formally barrel. i think you have to say formally named barrel yeah it's oh yeah now it's, now it's uh no they, it's not barrel anymore yeah um man we should look that up real quick too. so cousin sammy was up there working as a physical therapist last summer and you know they harvested a whale and she got to participate in the harvest and watch them use every part of the mm -hmm. whale yeah. which is awesome um but she also was awarded a uh, i don't know if she she deserved was she deserving of it i'm not sure but she was awarded um some of the muck tuck yeah. and we brought it to yakutat this year i've had it let me tell you, man. I've tried my tuck. Listen, fishy, four or five man. times, dude. I just can't. I can't. Dude. No, it's can't not get good. on board. Listen, if someone's mm. someone offers it, I'm just gonna try it again and keep yeah. trying. You know, kind of like my mayo. Like I don't. I'm not into sure. it. Yeah, acquired taste. Is yeah, what I was yeah. Gonna say. yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. I will say the the seal oil, the oil that they use, man. It just you dip a carrot in there. It it just it's good. it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. you know, it's so like clear. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. What do you think, Aaron? I had what? I guess it's all pickled, but I had it and it was, oh boy, it was. It was awful. It was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a it's very like something you've taste. never, you can't even like, yeah. what did it taste I like? I can't, equate, I can't equate it to anything. No, no, mm -hmm. I, I no. cannot. But I mean, I'm not a native Alaskan. I mean, yeah. I don't, that's not my culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. Yeah. But it's um, but it's beautiful. I work with a lot of teachers that are deeply rooted, you know, yeah, Alaska natives, yeah. and they bring that in. And every time they offer me, I I don't say no. I said okay, I'll try it again. Yeah, it's it. You know, you got to show the respect. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they bring it out. I'm gonna try it. You know, out of respect and and a lot of love for for that tradition and 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 those kids that eat that way. And I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, it's like. It's, I'm doing a terrible job looking it up. I can't find exactly what I'm looking for for some damn reason. I do know that um, the traditions are still very much alive. Yep. I know that the equipment has changed as, like, they go out and get a whale, they hook it up to a strap, when they use a loader, and they pull it off. Yeah. You know, I mean, so obviously with technological advances, and I'm sure, to give them credit, they were always looking for a better way to pull those whales out of the water. They yeah. weren't like, well, we're just going to stick with this way because this is the way we did it back in 1870. What? They always wanted to figure out a way to, it was easier to get it up, to carve it up, and for to for to share it with the community. Yeah. Because, like, it doesn't just go to formerly of Barrow. It goes to the out the communities yeah. outside. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and however part. many snow machine miles away to get – a sled full of meat to the next family mm -hmm. that's you know 90 miles away in another village like i mean everything the bones deal. are like the structures oh. of their homes yeah. you know no, i mean it just when you look back on it it's like to me it's okay that it it's changed and it's developed because it's, it was always an ever-changing and developing 
craft. It was well, always it's something well, it's evolution. Like, yeah, Correct. it's evolution. Like exactly we don't hunt with right. spears anymore. Now right. we have rifles and things yes, like that. Because we're know? intelligent and we created things that made things easier. It's okay to accept and that. It, it ain't easy no matter how you do no, it. No, and I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You think throwing a strap around the tail to throw that in on a loader is easy? Somebody's getting wet. Like it's yeah. not an easy thing. Going out there and having that thing slap its tail and knock you off the boat and you almost die from hypothermia. There's nothing easy about that shit. Like yeah. it's 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 not you know yeah the technology makes it safer as well there you go and that is yeah. a super important aspect yeah i mean we don't want people going out there like if if we would sit, would sit here and be like okay well and it would be very judgmental and that's not the you know perspective any of us want to take but like hey you know you know what's the traditional versus you know modern mm-hmm. way and then you're like taking away life jackets. Yeah, no, there's you know a fine I mean? balance yeah. you gotta like, reach exactly. there. Cool, dude. Yeah. Like, I think like, balance is the word there. Yeah, yeah. right. There is of like balance. somewhat traditional, but yet it's safer because you don't want to lose, you know, your elders' life be just because you did this for the community. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. more power to them to yeah. to keep those traditions alive. You know, yeah. that's amazing. For sure, for yeah. sure. And it's great that they're doing that. Yep. So Aaron, what's um? I know you're doing Barney's sign. Um, who else you got lined up to do some stuff, some oh, work for? Yeah. I've got some realtor signs up. I owe my mm. wife several projects. I've, what are those? Yeah, you uh, that. Got some wine, bar- wine and whiskey barrels from Alaska Brewing and Midnight Sun that I'm going to make her some Adirondack chairs out of. And then we're probably planning, you know, I've probably got two or three hitches left before we drive out of Alaska for the summer or for the winter. Um, Two or three years ago, we well, three years ago, we started spending the uh, winters in the lower 48. You know, we bought a trailer, and we've been driving around just kind of seeing things. We we're Both of our kids moved out, and we're free birds now, not uh, empty nesters. I call it free birding. And uh, so right like around... The cousin se- of the snowbird? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's the fun cousin of the snowbird. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one that doesn't eat dinner at 4.30 in the afternoon? Uh, oh, God. It, 5.30 maybe. <laughs> but no, we... Uh, so I've got that, you know, going on. I've got a couple, just some in and stuff in and out. I normally work about it two or three hitches ahead of, you know, I, I get booked. Um, and I try and leave a little room for going and enjoying Alaska. You know, yeah. we, we, we like going to... We're going to go to Quartz Creek probably this weekend. We love going to Homer. That's one of our yeah. favorite places. I mean... Homer and Nilchik, right? Homer and Nilchik yeah. is pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. I, I would love to eventually, we, we live in, in Anchorage. I would love eventually to probably you know, move down to a place like that and, you know, kind of set up base down uh, down there. But both of our kids moved out of Alaska and we're going to, you know, head out and see them in Colorado. They both love Alaska. They just moved out for work and business opportunities. Um, it's good for them. Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. for them. You know, it, it, it's a little hard for us because we were very invested in our kids and very sure. we love yeah. them both. Um, Caitlin and Cameron, we love both of you. They're both just with I mean, a C or a K. K for Caitlin and C for Cameron. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they're just phenomenal kids. Or their, their mom did an unbelievable job with them. And when I was there, I did the best I could. You know, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so. One of them's a construction manager. The other one bought a solar business. So I'm oh, sure their sweet. dad is working in oil, and she bought yeah. a solar. Her yeah. husband um, bought a solar business. So, so she minimized your carbon footprint. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like karma. <laughs> yeah. You know, I use salvaged materials, yeah. and uh, you know, good for her though. Man. That's oh amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they really reached reached out and are stretching themselves for that. Um, really proud of both of them. 
Um, so we'll head out and see them probably right around September. We'll drive out for the winter. And we had done that two years before. Um, we didn't do it last year because of COVID. Um, actually, the end of our second year out was COVID started. And I pulled a sixer on at work because oh, they didn't yeah. want to have anybody come up. My wife drove the trailer back, probably had driven maybe a thousand miles, towing the trailer herself. Nice. Drove the trailer all the way back from uh, northern Arizona to Alaska by herself. Wow. Right? Mm. Solo. Well, my daughter came back. My daughter was going to NAU, Cameron. Mm -hmm. She rode with her. Mm -hmm. She drove back by herself. I mean, they didn't even tell me some of the stuff that went on. Like they were in Edmonton and somebody tried to steal our fat tire bikes off of the trailer. They didn't even tell oh, me geez. that for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they were, they were rushing to get through the border because of COVID. Yeah, right. So right. Close. Yeah. yeah. I actually called the border and talked to the border agent at Sweetgrass, Montana, I think it was. Uh -huh. And was like, Hey, are you guys letting anybody through? And it's like, all I can say is if you're going to come through here, get here as fast as you can. Yep. Yeah. And so she got into, she got through Canada, got like Beaver Creek. Yeah. And then they shut the border. She was able to come through obviously because right. she was, you know, kind of stranded there. But I mean, they went through some dicey stuff. She just, like I said, I think in the beginning or maybe when we were talking earlier, I've kind of lost full on Alaska woman. Yeah. Do anything, you know? Yeah. Third gen. Uh, yeah. Fourth. Well, fourth she's third gen and my yeah. daughters are fourth mm -hmm. generation. Right. They can do anything. They drove the trailer back. So we spent last winter here just because COVID was making it so uncertain with what to do. And it was really hard for me to travel with work. Right. Right. Um, actually, when I go back this time, no mask. Because oh, I'm wow. vaccinated. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. So no mask when I go back this time. Um, but so we stayed here this year and we're going to go out this year and probably head, head straight to Colorado. Nice. Yeah. Just so we can see our kids before the snow yeah. flies. And then we'll, mm -hmm. you know, you know, that's the one thing I've, we've found over the last couple of years is, and is a little bit surprising about Alaska. And maybe it's just because I'm not willing to go out and drive out into the middle of nowhere kind of thing. The camping opportunities that are allowed for you on BLM land outside of Alaska are unbelievable. Maybe really? I'm missing it and haven't seen it. Yeah. And if maybe it's more just, you know, screaming about it and wanting yeah. to get more lands open for us. But Oregon, Washington, Arizona, California, the BLM land that you can go out on and stay on. I mean, we've we've stayed on some places where it's just we were in uh, Terrebonne, Oregon. You know, Central Oregon. Mm -hmm. um, we'd done Smith Rock, hiked Smith the Rock all day that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And, and we went around the back of it. Okay. And we st we found this Henderson OHV park. It's like a motorcycle park. And oh, we got there about right, 10 o'clock. Side by sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got there about 10 o'clock at night. And it was starting to get dark. And we were driving in. And the road kept getting narrower and narrower, yeah, yeah, deeper yeah. and deeper. And we're, we're, we're towing a 27-foot trailer, you know, with my, my Duramax. And... Uh, we finally go, this isn't getting any better. Let's park and I'll run like a mile ahead, you know, and see, I'll run up and see what's coming. Got up there, found the greatest spot. We ended up staying there for seven days. <laughs> Didn't see a single other person. There were cows, free range crowd cows there. And one morning we were like, you know what? We need to do something healthy. So we got out the mat and we were doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My giant butt is up in the air, you know, doing like down dog type of thing. Yeah. Yeah helicopter flies over our head 50 feet it was a rancher that had all the cows that were running around in that area and it was over it was a like a like I said side by sides yeah yeah 
just took our fat tires off and for like five, seven days, just rode those trails. Not a single other person. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, and then 30 minutes from there, you go into Redmond and you hit, you know, wild ride brewing or, I mean, that's the one thing we've kind of knocked on wood with being here in Alaska. I mean, I love beer. It obviously shows. (laughs) <laughs> you know i love beer you know I, and, and, I, and i don't turn any beer down i don't I, call them love handles i yeah. call them beer handles. what's your yeah, favorite they, alaska beer do you have oh a favorite right God. now um just one don't look at jack we said beer I, yeah beer okay I, um turnigan brewing has the nordic freestyle yeah oh i haven't good tried beer. that nice that's pretty good damn stuff, good yeah. and, and, and yeah. we like we like anchorage brewing a lot yeah because we can just it's like maybe two miles walking from our house. He kills it over there. He's oh, yeah, yeah he, he, does. Good beer. he does. You and like their, like, IPAs or you like the I sours? Like, like the, I like sours. <laughs> yeah, I, me I, too. Unfortunately, I like IPAs too, but, like, yeah. they're, they're a pie assassin. I yeah, loved that. Yeah. That was really good. They're relucent, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And and I like your guys' sours. Like, if you guys brought back your isolation. Yeah, the isolation. I'd be there all day. Soon. Yeah, yeah we, be, we're, uh, we're, what are we? Five? I don't think I ever tried the isolation. Yeah. So it's one of our winter dark ciders. Yeah. yeah. But we're bringing it. It's uh, it is seven so weeks in right now. Yeah. So it'll be ready in a couple that weeks. Is, that is my favorite. Your I, next shift off, we'll have it. There we'll, we go. I'll, uh, I'll make sure I save a pint for There you go. Or three. The one thing I was wondering, we were over there the other day, and I love your guys' space. And uh, man, it'd be wonderful if you guys could, you're blowing out. Could you guys move your evening thing to the back side of your oh yeah oh for the so, sun the sun oh my oh. god that would just be a dream so galen and i right now are uh designing a rooftop deck oh. we're going through bids Roof. and oh. yeah so when you walk into the double shovel that'd be killer um where you would normally order a growler or a pint um there's some merch there where that merch is will be uh, a stairway up to the roof and you'll have a rooftop deck oh, so you that even better than the back side but i agree that that west you know we're on the east side of the building and uh i'd like some more of that vitamin d oh yeah yeah it's nice there i mean it's you got it's got a great setup i mean it's we went there all the time this winter because you had the fire pits going oh, and yeah. you could go there and i mean the whole covid thing was going on and we could bring our dog yeah you yep. know that's yeah we were just talking about that the other day is my wife and i we were there two days ago oh nice yeah yeah i think a couple days ago yeah, yeah. i missed you i was in the sound yeah. yeah yeah you just had the one uh one person working there yeah yeah but uh no it was good it was really good i had the uh the forest bitter oh yeah that's mm. cherry's baby that was yeah, good that kind was kind of like body. does it have ginger in it it does okay. just a that's little bit, but call. there's fresh yeah. spruce tips. Yeah. yeah, I thought it had some yeah. ginger, and that, that stuff is tops. really. It was yeah. all um, my wife's um, sister came to, mm-hmm. and we were like, "That is the bomb." That stuff was pretty good. Yeah, next good. Th- that was the best thing I've had over there in a, yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, all it, of it's good, it, but it's, it was our, new. It's part of the winter series, which isolation is the second of the three. Yeah, and so they go, they get darker and heavier as you go. So mm-hmm. the, that's like me. <laughs> there you are. There you are. Much fitting. You, you. We got a retirement gate for you. Oh, I know. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Well, hopefully, in I'm going to ex- be in trouble. And hopefully, in our expansion, we can get some more Sweeney artwork over there. Yeah. yeah. So, so, if people want to check out um, Aaron's work, uh, the, once again, the Instagram is probably the best place. I don't think you have a website, right? You're no, just all no, Instagram? I, just, I do Facebook. Okay. Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. Listen, it's roasted underscore timbers underscore 
underscore woodworks with an X yep. where the KS should be. My kids named it. It's because I like drinking coffee and I do a lot of, uh, that's the other thing I do is a lot of my uh, stuff that I do is just done with fire. Mm. Okay. And yeah, co- yeah. Coconut oil. Oh yeah. Got it. Cool. So I Got do it. a lot of stuff oh. with that yeah. rather than yeah. working with some of the stains. Um, yeah. I'm going to try to uh, get amazing. a piece from Aaron. I know you did it before for the hot dog stand where we, cause I used to do a lot of giveaways and a little art and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you, you actually gave us a couple pieces to give away. It'd be really nice to get a, a giveaway piece for dudes day. Maybe if you got oh. something that you haven't been able to, to, to get off or, or something you can, I've got, I've got a piece that I was trying to do as a donation piece for the fermented Alaskan. Yeah. And unfortunately nobody's picked it up. We'd love to Maybe do, can, do oh, something yeah. that for the project yeah, and for Ala- dudes day. The Alaska one with the moose skull. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? I know. Is it on? It's on the page right here. Yeah. Yeah. And her husband, I just saw it. It's my favorite. Oh yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. If you donate the piece, um anyone that comes by dude's day maybe we'll give them right a ticket there, Aaron, they put right their there? name on it that yeah it. that's it Are okay you kidding me yeah, yeah. let's put that's it up we'll dopest, do a giveaway that's the shit dude yeah we'll do a giveaway people that come in visit the podcast we'll give you a ticket we'll do the drawing and you get the piece mm-hmm. does that work for you that, that, i'm good with that man yeah, that'd be oh, awesome, that Aaron, dude, awesome that, yeah. man. no i'm kind of yeah. jealous i'm like yo could i just buy that yeah no 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 we're gonna give that away I can make I'm you gonna another. buy a couple tickets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. That thing's nasty, man. Yeah. Aaron, it's been great, man. Yeah. Thank you very it's much. It's been great. Dude. You do yeah. amazing work. If you're a company out there or business and you're looking for a sign, um, if you're just a family member and looking for a household item or a gift or something like that, um, give Aaron a shout out, instant message on Roasted Timberworks on Instagram, and uh, he's going to come through with something that is very reasonably priced. Um, obviously he's pulling some wood from some crazy places. He's mm-hmm. not just going to go, uh, buy something and he's going to, he's going to make something out of his heart. Yeah. It's salvaged, man. It's dunnage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to get some north. So the other thing, Hey, if you're a charity and you're looking for raise a fundraiser or something yeah. like that, five the time and you're the right charity. I love stuff with kids, the military and, and, and dogs. Yeah. Wow. If you're looking for something, I've done it. Hit me up. If I've got space. We should look you up with Dustin because I know oh, he's looking yeah. to do some cool stuff down there as he well. He really is, yeah, especially yeah. for the military boys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Be great. I love them. Yeah, I'll, all day in in anything military, it's always you know fifteen percent off for military. I just can't yeah. say enough for what those yeah. people do. And hundred percent, thanks. Yeah, well guys, said, Aaron. Sure. Yeah, and I and like I said before, you know, you're you sent that bio in, and I got a chance to brief that again before we got started and. You're an amazing cat, man. Thanks a lot for everything that you do, everything you've done, raising beautiful family in Alaska, coming up from, you know, we talked about earlier before we started the podcast, all the cool campgrounds we all used to go to when we were kids. You're a, a true original, you know, uh, representative of what all this is really about, man. And we appreciate yep. you coming on, thank brother. You. Yep. Yeah, yep. thank you so much. Yep. Once again, roasted underscore timbers underscore woodworks on Instagram. You'll definitely be able to check it out on our site. Come to Dudes Day. We're going to have the giveaway. Come get yourself a ticket. We'll make it work. Aaron, thank Thank you. you. We appreciate you. Alaska, everyone, check out the Patreon. Alaska Wild for the uh, discount code. That's it, 50%. Um, Check out the website. Buy a shirt. Buy a hoodie. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Aaron, you're the best. Thank Thank you. you. Alaska, stand up. You remember my I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious?
When you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? Total Truck Accessory Center. Go check them out at 7700 Homer Drive. They're your one-stop shop for canopies, spray-in bed liners, LED light bars, and more. Total Truck. TheTreehouseAK.com. Located at 341 Boniface Parkway. They're your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bartender today what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance. Cutting lawns, but not cutting quality. Hit them up at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also got a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out, doubleshovelcider.com. Anchortown Dogs, located across from the 4th Avenue Theater in front of the historical building. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. Get yourself a legit reindeer dog. Tailored Restoration, helping Alaskans restore their dreams. Voted number one in the state since 1972. Water restoration, fire restoration, remodeling, cleaning, anything that you have to do with your home, inside and outside, give those guys a call or check out tailoredrestoration.com.